2: Welcome into this Thursday night edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio coming to you tonight. We will get uh, some topics going on around the sports world. We haven't uh, discussed anything on air in a week or so, so we will uh, talk about that a little bit. We've got a, a couple, uh, couple packages. One that appears to be already open, maybe in front of the table over here in front of us. So we'll, uh, oh yes, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do that as well. Coming up on the show, we'll tell you about the, uh, the very, um. <clears throat> competitive golf match we have coming up in around uh 36 hours or so a little a uh, little more than that 39 40 hours or so so i'm a, I'm a day off sorry yeah, never yeah whoa. I, well I, neil needs a little more time than that i'm sorry we're more than a day and a half it's another day after that so
1: more like 60 hours
2: 60 hours, hours
1: before Some that so. it's not it's not rush this
2: we'll start with that in a minute we'll get to that first to you about the oxford exxon Highway and there's a 10 percent chance oxford. of rain 10 percent. yeah you rooting
1: Can't say that I'm not rooting. Well,
2: because if it gets wet, I mean, Braden's ball won't roll as far. You have a little bit of a chance because, I mean, he's going to, you know, the ball's going to stick. I mean, the greens will be a little more receptive for you. That's good when it rains. So, There's a
1: scene in uh, uh, Bull Durham where he says, Crash Davis says, boys, what we need is a good old-fashioned rainout. After one range
2: session, Neil thinks that uh, that may be what's uh, in his best interest. We'll get, again, we'll, we'll tell you what we're talking about if you're not aware in a second. But anyway, uh, Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Speed Pass Plus out. Get to know it. Use it. Uh, take advantage of it because it's the uh, safest way to get your fuel. All blue sky locations in Mississippi, including, again, the Oxford Exxon. Uh, you go next door to the Oxford Crystal. Use the uh, drive through A lot of water combo locations in Mississippi. Again, can come to you from the Clark Ford Studio.
1: We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 that number. Call it, ask for Corey Clark, tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for, he'll send you a quote. Within 15 minutes in business hours, no hassle, no haggle, you get your quote and the rest is completely up to you. Uh, You can take that quote, shop it around, of course, or uh, you can do what I've done and take that quote and get yourself into a Clark Ford. You will love the product, you'll love the service, uh, Corey and the people at Clark Ford go the extra mile all the time to take care of you. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy, and they'll prove that to you when they when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Um, so when people call in today, you'll be calling in on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. It is located... Uh, Rafters on the Water is open, I should tell you. It is located at the Sardis Marina. You can come experience outdoor dining unlike any place in North Mississippi. The menu offers shrimp and Mississippi uh, catfish platters, along with gourmet burgers and Louisiana-styled po'boys served on Leidenheimer French bread. The hours are Wednesday through Thursday, uh, 3.30 to 10, and then on Friday, through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., they have a newly expanded picnic style dining area, signature appetizers, including Zydeco shrimp, crawfish egg rolls, live music uh, as well. So, uh, we got some uh, fun cocktails, including their famous house frozen margaritas. They still have to go, they still have curbside pickup. If that's what you would prefer to do, that's cool. 662 712 6162 is the number to call to make that happen.
2: So, um, this thing's come together pretty quickly, um, especially Neil's only known about it for 48 hours or so, so uh, credit to him for being a pretty good sport, because we all know how this probably will look, but I was um, I was kind of thinking for several days, kind of something we could do, something to raise for some influence to good causes. Thanks to, uh, use our reach and the fact that you guys always help us out. You always play along. You always participate in the the schemes that we have over the, uh, the months and the years, including, uh, the last time we did that golf event, I think we raised about $20,000 for, uh, St. Jude and some other, uh, some medical centers and different things as well. So, um... What we uh, uh, real quick in the live stream, uh, five o'clock is not necessarily the new time slot. It just worked better today. We'll tell you every week uh, what we're doing. Five, five is a little easier on us, I will say that. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a little easier. So nonetheless, but anyway, I I didn't really know. I thought about golf, but I didn't really know what to do. Also, you're you're very beholden to people's availability in in a number of different ways with that. And I was watching are following along on I guess Tuesday. Um, I know Neil probably hasn't had no idea about this, but um the Four Play Pod, which is the Barcelona Sports Golf podcast. Oh yes. They, the uh, four play pod. Yes. They uh, Hey, we missed that one years ago when we were trying to look for names. <laughs> they, uh, they were doing a scramble, a four-man scramble against Kevin Kisner, top 30, top 35 player in the world at Pinehurst number two um, from the U.S. Open t markers. so about a 7,600-yard course. From there, they raised a bunch of money for a couple different uh, things. And i um <clears throat> making sure our internet's fine. I thought I had a little problem for a second, but I think we're good. Okay, it did for a second. It had a little issue, but I think we're okay. Really? Yeah, it said resumed, but I assume we're that's, fine.
1: That's so. my fault for jinxing it. Yeah.
2: Okay. I think we're fine. Give us some thumbs up me make sure I'm fine. Uh if you're listening to the podcast forum, you know this happens when we're live occasionally, so it is what it is. So just throw me throw me some thumbs up. Tell me we're fine if we're fine before I go on and on and on and
1: the lights on the modem and the euro indicate. Yeah, everything we're okay.
2: looked fine, but I had just a little like whatever and it said stream resumed. So uh-huh. I didn't know what we lost in the matter of um of that because the live chat had gone out for like 30 seconds or so so that's all why, the
1: indications um, on this end are we said just a quick okay. glitch
2: said that it just had a little bit of a little pause there a little bit apparently. okay so
3: okay.
2: anyway okay so the the the, the four play guys they played kevin kisner and four men scramble um it, it was a pretty good deal and i, I actually I, I called chris malloy and i said okay what do you think um what should we do here we thought okay yeah, see if we can find one of the the, the the pro golfers associated with Ole Miss or whomever, and then maybe we do a scramble. But I was like, I don't really want to copy them exactly. I, I, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. Um, plus, the problem you have is when you're trying to do a scramble, and I know Neil, the, so everybody hits, pick the best ball, everybody hits again. You're all on one team. You're all playing one ball if it's four players, okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. The problem is like, okay, how good do those four players have to be to be good enough to compete against the pro but not so good to where it doesn't it's not fair for the pro you know what I mean that's kind of a really small window there because like no offense but like I get you and another guy y'all aren't helping much so then what's the other two people have to look like to be able to go head up against him yes exactly so that was my problem so you thought
1: well so instead of that I'll just put Neil against a pro I
2: did because I thought okay if nothing else I can manipulate this thing I mean Braden's not aware that I could get to like the eighth hole and go "Braden, you're only playing with a putter for the next hour bud like who knows like I, I I'm the I'm the ombudsman. I'm the dictator here. I can make the rules as we go. So um, could he
1: just have to play with the putter for the entire time?
2: You would you would probably win. Although I bet if he teed a ball up, he could hit the hell out of it with a putter because of the straight face. I bet he could hammer the ball off the tee with a putter. Oh, I don't doubt that. Yeah, that's my guess. So um, yes, yeah, so what we're gonna do? So Sunday morning, eight forty-two a.m. We're going to play Neil against Braden Thornberry, the uh, professional golfer who was the 2017 NCAA champion. He um he's that going to sense. Florida this week to uh, begin his season to start preparing for uh for his his uh, his season and the way we're gonna do this because I think this is I looked up pulled up Neil's card from the last time that we played and, which was the last time that I played well fair uh, you've been to the range and he shot a one fifty one and he hit. Jonathan Randolph hit two of his T-balls that day, which I think probably conservatively saved you 10 strokes is my guess, give or take.
1: More than fair. They
2: were both par threes, but he got you in there pretty close, and that I think that did save some strokes. So, okay. um
1: So at this point I'm shooting a 161. <laughs> something along those lines, yes.
2: So I got a few gimmicks planned. You'll find out those as uh, Sunday gets here. But um, the thought is Neil just has the double Braden score to tie. He's going to play up at least one T box, up maybe two T boxes. I haven't made my mind up on that yet. And um, so an eight ties a four, a seven beats a four. And the, the better thing about match play, too, is that if you make a 13, that's just a lost hole. It doesn't matter. It's the same as a seven. So I think that also helps, too, that we're playing match play. Um, sure. The goal is to get this thing to what, like the 14th hole? Is that your hope? 14th, 15th? I mean, 11th hole. 11th, which means you won some, one, one hole a throughout hole, Yes.
1: No one ever answered my question, by the way, because I asked a question oh, when you put this out, and I think a lot of people thought I was trying to be funny. I was literally asking a question, What'd which was, say? will there be beer? Yeah, we can have as much alcohol as you would like. Well, that's probably going to help. What do what, you think so? I think so, because actually I think it will stop me from getting pissed off oh. at myself when I'm like... I mean, we can just start funneling the vodka at 840 if you'd like. Well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be able to... I want to be conscious, but...
2: But you're fine popping the breakfast beer
1: at eight forty five yes. and starting your morning. Yes.
2: No, we can make that happen. That there there is
1: no issue there whatsoever. I actually think that will, it would somewhat improve my game. The last time that I played it was about ten degrees when we started. It was very cold. It was really cold. It warmed up and turned into a nice day. But the by wind the end. was whipping, and it was it was a day. But I was battling some. I was battling some elements on that day. <laughs> so you're and, not battling elements this time. And I was battling a uh, a very harsh rules keeper. Who every time that anything went somewhat wrong, it's like, oh well that's a three stroke penalty. I'm like, What are, I don't even know what I did. But the point was to run your score up. It was for charity. Because people donated per stroke. I understand that. I get it. I'm just saying from my standpoint as a pretty competitive person.
2: We're gonna be a little more lax on you uh on Sunday from that 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 standpoint. We um I think this is fair. I think. Um, I'm I'm a little worried about you getting the T-ball in play because if you don't, the hole's over. Um, that, <laughs> yeah. that
1: bothers me a little bit. Well, but the one positive thing from my session yesterday was the driver. Was I actually hit the driver. I probably hit 20 drives at the range. Okay. And I would guess 8 to 10 went down the middle. Well, that's... I was pleased. Cooking with gas, if we can do that. Now, when I pulled out the four iron, that was a total disaster. Yeah, we're going to put that up. The five iron went much better. You don't have a hybrid in your bag, do you? I don't even know what that is. Okay. No, I don't the think the uh, eight iron was pretty decent. You need that one. And I got the pitching wedge up into the air, okay. but I couldn't control which way it hey, went. Hey, we're, we're going everywhere. I would be trying to hit it to the right, and it would go to the left, but it was pretty. It had the arc and stuff. You're going to need to be really good around the greens. We're going to have to chip and putt well. Yeah, where, where, well, where, the, where? the putting part, I actually have some degree of confidence. Now, I haven't used that putter yet. I'm yeah. going to try to go do some of that tomorrow. Okay. Um chipping thing I'm probably going to do the same thing that I did last time put from everywhere which was once I got within about <laughs> 75 yards I just putted
2: <laughs> well that t- look that takes the big number out of play we're going to move toward the green yeah and yeah cuz yeah I mean look if 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 you know you got to make an 8 to tie a hole and you're in, you're 50 yards out after 3 let's try to five putt that yeah group.
1: absolutely that's my point. So yeah. I, I mean, I did learn a few things the last time. So we'll see. Okay.
2: Um, what we're gonna do? We're raising uh, money for two different charities. In this one, each uh, each team or each individual has one. Neil playing for the Boys and Girls Club of North Mississippi. Brayden playing for uh, United Way of the Mid South. You can uh, you can find a couple of different ways to donate. Um, on our message board, on our Twitter account as well. We really appreciate you doing that. The uh, the more money to raise, the more motivated I will be to bring in some uh, some other events, maybe embarrass myself a little bit too, to do some things to make this fun for you on, uh, on Sunday. You can uh, you can give on Venmo with uh, the username MPW Digital. Just search it. You'll find it. You can give there. Um, my ask there is you put either golf or a golf emoji in the subject line where it asks you what you're doing, and uh, for transparency purposes, unless you want it to be anonymous and you've Stay and tell me in there to make it private. Um, I will make all those public for everybody to see what we get from that standpoint. You can also use PayPal. Um, I believe the Oxford Exxon Oxford Exxon Podcast is the username. My email will work for that as well. That's chase.parm at gmail.com. So those are the two ways to uh, ways to donate, donate that got started this morning. So yeah, it, it was one of those deals where <clears throat> I made a couple calls and I kept expecting people to just say no and kill it. And I talked to Braden and he goes, yeah, sounds like a great idea. And I went, well, I'm kind of in now that's sort of pot committed once Braden says yes, and he's willing to do it. So, um, I called Neil and I said, Hey, I'm going to need you to embarrass yourself on a golf course. And he said, okay. And the rest is history. And here we are. So that's, uh, that's how this came about. But, um, my goal right now is to live stream a good bit of it. I, Saying the whole thing might be a little ambitious. We'll see. Um, Haley will be out there with us. She's helping me as much as possible. We will we will update people on the message board, on social media, and on uh, some semblance of a live stream. I'm not sure if maybe we do a couple holes through Periscope. I don't know if we try to keep the YouTube stream going for a while. I'm um, I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get there when we get there. But nonetheless, that uh that is the plan. 8:42 the uh, the tea time on Sunday uh, Sunday morning. So good. You got your uh, script already planned, clothing-wise, know, know what we're going to go with?
1: Uh, I've had people request that I wear the Houston Nut okay. Arkansas awesome. hat. Sure. I'm a little reluctant to do that because the people that might tune in, not knowing the whole backstory, there, might That's think, That's true. Oh, you're being... Okay. You know what I mean? So there's it's a little reluctance about that. You can even wear the Iowa helmet if you like. Well, I mean, I—that would be funny as hell. I—I—I I, I don't think it, it would be cumbersome. And I—and cumbersome's not a great idea. In fact, the the Arkansas hat might be cumbersome.
2: It's an homage to John Daly, is what it is. That's that. That's.
1: <laughs> Tiger Woods red polo with the Houston Nut Arkansas. Yeah, hat.
2: don't wear red and black. No. Let's not do that on a on no. Sunday.
1: No, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I do get to wear shorts this time. Right.
2: But yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean I'll wear decent shorts with that, that button and everything, but but uh last time I was all bundled up early. And that was cumbersome. This will be a little more comfortable. We'll
2: do this. If um if I'll look in a minute to see what our number is. If it is five hundred dollars higher than right now, when we close the podcast, Neil will wear the Houston Nut hat. We'll do all that. Right. Five hundred bucks from right now to uh to then, I will go get will, the uh, hat
1: so people can see the hat that I'm speaking of.
2: Okay. Neil is getting up for the podcast people to go uh, get the Houston nut hat. I am mildly. I mean, there's the hat. Okay. I'm telling you though, you don't look bad in that hat at all. Like, kind of, it's kind of growing on me.
1: Like, it's not bad. What's well, very kind of you. So it's, a, it's a lovely hat.
2: Oh, you think it's bad?
1: Uh, no, I don't really have any thoughts on it. Um, okay, it's just a just a hat. I mean, it looks looks a little silly. I'm just saying, like the straw
2: hat is looks better on you than I would have anticipated prior to me knowing what it looked like. That's what I'm
1: saying. It's a fairly comfortable hat, is believe it? it or not.
2: It's a golf hat. Enough, It'll be fine.
1: Yeah, you understand my my concern about the optics. I, I completely understand. Well, you could take the headband off. I could take the headband off, but that would stop it from me. That takes the nut. Then
2: then you just look like farmer. Then
1: I just look like Farmer Brown (laughs) out there on the course. I'm already out there in a pair of running shoes, so <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm not sure you could look dumber anyway. So, I mean, Laura what's the said, difference? Do you need fun? to go get
1: shoes? No, and no, I was like, no, no. Why would I do that? Why would I spend whatever it costs to buy a pair of golf shoes to wear once every three years? I mean, that just makes no sense at all. <laughs> it's like you're
2: using a demo set from from the club, and I, the guy walked out and he goes, "So what, what? So what are we looking at?" I said, "The biggest head you can find, whatever has the most the most ground to cover. That's what we want." Is uh. Is the uh, is is the, is the clubs for the event here? So um, you you got a pretty nice set. There's a lot yeah, of pretty good bit of dollars uh, in the, the, in that.
1: They're nice clubs. I could tell they were nice clubs. I haven't used the putter yet, but
2: a couple it, donations starting to roll in as we're doing this. Oh really? Got the cap on? Yeah, it's popping up on my phone. So okay. that's where we're at. We'll see. Uh, we'll see where it goes throughout the uh, throughout the show. Um, yeah, I, I get your trepidation. I think we could probably um. Headed off with the pass. A lot of people get the get the get the game by now that would be actually watching the live stream at that I time. I don't get
1: much of that. In fact, I've only gotten it a couple of times from people about the oh, you're an Arkansas fan because your daughter goes there and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't get much of that. It it's all I think most people have figured out that Campbell made her own decision and I'm as much of an Arkansas fan as I am a any other kind of fan. I mean
2: don't say Iowa.
1: Well, no, I'm a bigger yeah, Iowa fan. Yeah, don't say than Iowa. I am. I, I mean, if Arkansas played Iowa, I'm cheering for the Hawkeyes.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I think Campbell will probably get over it. I have a hunch she'll still go to bed fine that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She won't yeah. need an extra melatonin. It'll be all right. I mean, if I told Campbell I was cheering for the Tridelts against the Coyotes, we might. No, have, we got we got. We roll. might have some issues now, but <laughs> but no. <laughs>
2: Uh, it'll be fun. I th- I think I have the right plan in place. I'm I-, I will be a little nervous because I don't want it to be 10 and eight in one direction or something. I-, I would like it to be fairly competitive. So again, if I have to, if I have to rig this thing as it's going to do that, that is, uh, that is perfectly within my, my, my capacity. I don't think Braden will, uh, will get annoyed with me. I- I'm not even hundred percent sure that he knows exactly what we're doing. I think he just knows he's supposed to show up and play golf and he'll, let the chips fall where they may. So it's a uh, – Well,
1: hopefully he's not in a super competitive mood.
2: <laughs> I mean, come on. If he – even look, I mean, I get it's match play, not stroke play, but just doing some math, If even if he shot 65,
1: all you need is a 130. Well, I can't shoot a 130. So I need him to shoot a 175 <laughs> for me to even have a slightest of prayers. <laughs> and he's not going to shoot a 175. So, I mean, a 75. So, I mean – there's a zero percent chance of me winning. I mean, getting it to the thirteenth or fourteenth hole would be an accomplishment.
2: You, on your last round, you would have been one up through five if those scores had played.
1: And I would consider that a huge victory
2: because you would have tied something as long as he didn't birdie that hole, which he could obviously. And then you had two sevens, which would have won hole, which would have one yeah. holes.
1: It. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'll do the best I can. The Oxford Exxon Podcast is also brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Been telling you for a while that uh, travel's going to get back to normal. It's not there yet, but we're headed in that direction. I got a note from John just the other day. He was letting me know about some uh, things that are either opened or are about to open out there if you want to interested in those and you want to get in touch with him. Uh, Check out Kohler, Wisconsin, four golf courses just opened on April the 24th. Uh, great deals there in Kohler. The Watercolor Inn in Seaside, Florida. Uh, it, it opened on May 1st. Beach access, pools as well. Uh, the Kiswa Island in uh, South Carolina. All the hotels, the villas and the homes, they opened on uh, They opened on May the 16th. Two golf courses, uh, pools, beaches. Also in South Carolina in Hilton Head, the Sea Pines Resort. Uh, They're in Hilton Head, hotels, uh, homes, May the 16th, golf courses, pools, beaches opening as well. And then uh, if you want a little something more, a little more exotic in uh, the British Virgin Islands, sailboat rentals with full crew, uh, all of that stuff opening up on June the 2nd, up to three couples, total of $14,500, all inclusive. If you want to get away and enjoy travel, things are opening up. You want to get in touch with John, 901-494-3387 901-494-3387 or send him an email, j edwards at regencytravel.net. First time clients save $50 off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Oxford University Bank. OUB, locally owned and operated right here in Oxford. When you deposit money at OUB, that money and the vast majority of the bank's profits go right back into the Oxford community. OUB gives you the, benefit of, the benefits of home, Uh, All the comforts and benefits that you're used to from the big mega banks, except they give you a personal touch. All the technology and products you want, but there's no buttons to push, no wait. You get a live person when you call. Great customer service at OUB. You also get Casasa. It's the absolute best cash checking account. And with it, OUB will pay customers 2.5% interest on their balances up to $50,000 and refund ATM fees nationwide. They also have a commercial checking account Now paying 1% interest as long as you keep $10,000 in the account. It comes with fully interactive online banking. To learn more, go to liveoxford, bankoxford.com, or call 662-234-6668. OUB is FDIC insured. And we're brought to you by Bluff City Advisory Group, dedicated to building the future you desire. Founded in Memphis in 2019, their team is comprised of established and seasoned financial experts who came together to serve individuals and families of their beloved hometown. The firm is built on decades of wealth management experience, and they've seen it all. Their financial advisors have a reputation for professional excellence, and their clients rely on their high level of confidence and integrity. So whether you need guidance on developing a financial plan, creating a customized executive benefits program for your business, or preparing a detailed asset allocation analysis, Bluff City Advisory will provide forward-thinking, cost-effective investment strategies customized to uniquely fit each client. 901-365-3447 or email ben, B-E-N, at bluffcityadvisory.com. And we're brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, she sponsors my weekly mailbag on rebelgrove.com, and she can also serve you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. To get in touch with Whitney, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Yeah. Um you gave me a glove last time and I saw it like 2 weeks ago and I went looking for it the other day and I can't find it. So it's
2: I'm sure we can find you a glove. There's a glove like
1: somewhere. Up. But to prove to you that I know I'm not doing it right, I'm I'm right-handed and so you put the glove on your left hand, but it was my right hand that was getting blisters the other day, not the left. So I'm doing something wrong.
2: Well, no, you just haven't swung a golf club. I mean, cuz like I've got well, yeah i mean i've got calluses on both hands from golf i mean i've got i've got like a weird looking finger because of golf like see the little like thing on the on the yeah. side of my finger right there yeah that's strictly from a golf club huh yeah, so
1: don't I still do that. Have, I still have stuff on my fingers from opening beer bottles as a bartender. Oh
2: well, here you go. Same thing. Very, yeah. very, 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 very similar. You were headed out today. Um, it rained it out. It did. Um, we, we had a pretty good pop up thunderstorm for a little while in Oxford today. My
1: goal is to get food for thought written, and then go out in the morning, and then get my workout in early tomorrow, and then go.
2: I'll go. come look at your swing. I'm, I'm, I'm not a golf pro. I am trying to set you up with a little bit of a quick lesson to get that situated. But um, we'll, we'll we'll do the best we can. It will be it will be, it will be what it will be. Um, yeah, that be, is the answer.
1: Hopefully, it makes some money for yeah, a good yeah. We're trying
2: to raise money. Um, podcast friend of a podcast and our pastor Eddie Rester was very happy. He is uh, he's the Oxford uh, participant in the dancing like the stars this year with the Boys and Girls Club. So, uh, I could
1: get Eddie to come out and pray for me the entire time.
2: That might help. Hey, we'll take all I mean, <laughs> if if. <laughs> If divine assistance is what it takes well, this time, hey. I would we'll
1: certainly take it. <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Jonathan Ingram. Okay. Someone asked earlier in the stream what beer I was drinking. I'm drinking what's called Hipster Sauce. It's from 11 Below Brewing Company, which is in uh, Texas. Jonathan sent a bunch of beers. He also sent – you haven't even seen all this, have you? I have seen none of this. So show it to us. Sent a uh, bottle of 1835 – uh, bourbon whiskey 90 proof Texas made. Okay. So very, very nice looking bottle. And you and I were talking about this before we get to those. He also sent a bottle of uh, old humble straight whiskey. Okay. Which is uh, made in Texas. And then you and I were talking about this. Texas is the one state. This is uh, the Republic whiskey. It's made in Austin, Texas. Here's the bottle. Texas is the one state that they just, by God, their their motto is we're Texas and you're not. And the bottle in the shape of uh, the state of Texas and a bottle of uh, of tequila, Republic tequila, also blue agave made in the, uh, I don't know if it's made in Texas or not. It's interesting. I wish you to look have that up. I'm Not sure. What is it? No, 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 it's made in Mexico. But it's imported by the uh the people. You're still
2: a tequila fan, right? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. You've gotten
2: sure. really into that.
1: I like tequila, mezcal.
2: What changes your night whether it's bourbon or tequila? What are we doing? Uh It's got to be a little mood based. It's a little bit it? of a little bit of mood. A little bit.
1: What, of what mood. do you put you're doing lime in the tequila though? Sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes it just like drinking like a bourbon over an ice cube.
2: Oh, really? Yep. Just kind of. So, not my thing. Not even a little bit. Uh, let me pop one of the bourbons, though. Try them. Okay. Which curious. one you want to try? Uh, I'll try the actual bourbon. Because one of them is just straight whiskey, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. We'll do the bourbon. Okay. You said it's a 90 proof, so it's a sipper, probably. You got an age date
1: on it. Um. Uh, looking. Okay. I don't see one I'm looking though
3: mm, I don't see okay. one
2: that's fine what are we doing out there it's only a uh, five thirty. 30 sir people uh people pouring cocktails at the five o'clock hour on the Thursday afternoon what are we uh what are we what, are we, what are we what are we doing
1: A little interesting news out of Texas, by the way. Did You uh, you and I talked about it, but we haven't talked about it on the thing. This is from Field Yates, who covers a lot of NFL. Yep. He tweets, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has issued a revised order. This is today at 2.09 p.m. Okay. Not only will professional sports leagues be allowed to resume play in June, but outdoor stadiums will be allowed to host fans up to 25% of their capacity. Uh, since we are primarily speaking to an Ole Miss audience, it should um, – That should ba- be good news. It bears noting that Ole Miss is scheduled to open its season inside the state of Texas. Uh, sure. And and up and on up and Sunday night. Now, in that scenario, I would assume – I'm being serious here. I would assume that means that you have to open the roof at NRG.
2: Well, if you have the ability, I don't know why you wouldn't. So, yeah. Well, sure. normally you wouldn't because it's hotter than hell. Yeah, but given the yeah, climate, but, yes. Right, right. Jonathan's in our chat here. Thank you for uh, this. He's having the same bourbon that I'm uh, currently pouring. He's a man of his word. He asked me about beer and bourbon a few weeks ago, and then here we are. So, um.
1: it's a really good IPA, Jonathan. So I don't know. That's that's good news it's he, it's because here news. we are in May.
2: This is mostly a part a podcast kind of argumentative thing, but I'm just kind of curious. There's nothing scientific about 25%. Why, do, why is everybody stuck on 25%? I mean, I get that there's a spacing issue, but you know how this is going to go. There's going to be some areas where it's more and less and all over the
1: place. So I why? I think it's just a beginning number. It's a starting point. In I mean, I'll opinion. give you my okay. honest opinion. Which sure. Is a lot of people want to go, look, we're going to fill the damn thing up. But in in an effort to be politically correct, right now, three months out, because I think Ole Miss's opener with Baylor is 101 days away. Is it? Neil will
2: start his 100-day countdown tomorrow, going through the entire roster um, with a quick 1,600 preview of every player. (laughs) So um, that will begin tomorrow morning.
1: Caroline said today that it's 100 days till the opener. And and Laura said, who are you talking about? And she said, I think she mentioned some of the SEC schools. She didn't. She said somebody. I guess she'd seen it on Arkansas's deal and Tennessee or somebody. Anyway, I said, well, Ole Miss opens on Sundays. So they're 101 days. So if you told me 101 days from now that you've gone from 25 percent to a much higher number, I'd I'd certainly buy it. But right now in today's political climate, if you were to come out and say, "Hey, we're going to open this thing up," and if you want to come, come. If you don't, don't. It's cool. The the pushback from the fear people would be so vociferous. I'm telling you, this 25% thing over the course of a season for SEC schools is financial suicide. It's better than zero. It is better than zero, but it's, it's still Birdland. really, really bad. Well, do the math. It's...
2: for Ole Miss, let's forget other schools, for Ole Miss, it is, give or take, let's go, let's play off the person I talked to last week who gave me a number on no fans, 23 million-ish in losses compared to a normal season.
1: I mean, take a step back and think about that number for a minute. $23 million lost on a season that A lot of bowl games just aren't going to happen if if we're still talking about this in September, October. $23 million. I mean, the question I would have if we were talking to Keith Carter is, so what program do you kill?
2: And that wouldn't be – I've been told that wouldn't be a year one conversation. It would take multiple years to get there.
1: Yeah, but – it would still be a question I would ask because I'd want to hear the answer. Just in case, just curious, where are you headed? Oh, Yeah, what, my question would be, does that mean you have to kill a program? His answer would be no, but it's we're going to be bare bones in some stuff. I do mean bare bones. Staying at the Comfort Inn and having Hamburger Helper on the road. Since I have four tickets, sucks for my wife and kids. I mean, there would be a few of those decisions. I mean,
2: I will say. I mean, you never know. How that I, you go. know, I, I, just,
1: I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen. I, Mark so it, says,
2: "What percentage of people do you think would go crazy if you just said open it up?" He thinks it's less than we think.
1: Well, here's the problem. Well, no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about, and I know what people say. What are you talking about? To media, the Twitter stuff. Look at Twitter. Look at Twitter anytime, some like the should we look at Twitter though? It is a vocal cesspool. No, the answer is should we? No,
2: bad companies dictate response off Twitter, and it is the worst PR move a company could possibly make because Twitter is nothing but hyperbolic, unhappy people. I
1: understand that, I understand that, but but sometimes it, it you know it impacts public decisions, but it shouldn't. Well I'm, I'm not first response, second wave here we come, next response, second wave here we come, fourth response, the idiot award goes to the governor of Texas. I mean it's just that's people. I think the better question is, is if if you op- let's say you opened it up, old Miss Baylor. And it's impossible to answer this question because you don't know what the numbers look like on September the 5th is that what that is september 4th 5th We got moved
2: to the 6th
1: so september 6th. sunday night okay well still that's the best well, on september the 4th on september the 5th what do the numbers look like when people are deciding are we going to load up in the family suburban and go to the game or not it's impossible to answer but as of today how many people that stadium holds let's call it seventy thousand for the sake of a round number sure. how many people are at that game on a sunday night Next day's Labor Day. Nobody's got to go to work. It's completely open. Yeah, wide open. Open in the roof. It's okay, going to be hot.
2: Okay, okay. Here, here's your question. Here's your question. You know how this works with those type of games. You've got, you got ten. You got fifteen. Eh, Baylor will take a lot because it's a little cl- close-ish. Whatever. You got, They've been really good for a while. It's a brand new coach. He's you got, undefeated. You got thirty thousand Baylor people. Fair. That's a lot, but twenty-five. Whatever. Pick a okay. number. I don't know. 20. Sure. 20. Ole Miss takes 12,000. I don't know.
1: Whatever. I think mean, Ole Miss would take more than that.
2: Uh, well, But okay. Point being, they're not – you know how this game – my point on all this – All right, let's call is, it 25
1: and 15, however you want to do it, that's 40,000 That still leaves people.
2: 35 empty seats. Okay. Here's where I think it's it completely empty. Is I don't think any of those corporate people give a crap for that under those these circumstances. I think you have a lot less of the the local, the corporate, how the bowl just kind of sells the rest of those tickets. Yeah. I think that's an, a, a, a very minuscule number compared to how it normally would be at these games. So I think you're talking about a stadium that's got so 40,
1: 50, 45 if, to 50 in it. I think if you told the people in Houston today they'd have 50,000 people at the stadium, they'd say, cool, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I still wonder like when people say well there's going to be an outbreak, well how do you trace the outbreak back to a football stadium? How do you know it didn't happen at the restaurant before you got to the stadium? I mean, I got asked today, you know, would would you let Campbell go to a Arkansas game? Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Without hesitation.
2: Very She's oaky not, bourbon, by the way. Sorry. Very oaky bourbon. Getting a lot of oak in that. A lot. Um.
1: Jonathan's in the thread. He says Houston will be back to normal by the game. Bars are packed now. I mean, bars are packed kind of everywhere. I see the pictures all over the place and. I talked to a bar owner
2: yesterday in town. Said business is better than expected. Yeah, everything's kind of rolling.
1: <laughs> Look, I, I don't want to get political and bash <laughs> on people. I don't. But when people say, "Well, you know, numbers are up," numbers are up or percentages up, because there's a difference. We're testing at a record each day now. Tests are more voluminous, so of course it stands to reason that. I mean, 4% of 40,000 is more than 4% of 20,000. Thanks. Hospitalizations are down. Deaths are down. Take nursing homes out of it and deaths are really down. I don't mean this disrespectfully, but the odds of nursing home patients going to football games in the fall are not good.
2: I know we don't have an answer. I know you've asked Keith this. I know I've asked Keith this. I'm still fascinated by what they do with the Grove. I'm playing off something Michael said in the chat
1: there. They'll do with the Grove what they do with the stadium. Pretty, com- I'm wise? pretty confident in that. But how? Well, he told me this. Now he said it's not his call. Thank God. And I, I thought for his sake, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> That's the one where you do pass the buck
2: and you go, "Hey, well, look, I mean, it, I- let's
1: hypothetically." And I don't think it's going to come to this. But hypothetically say that you decided that you were going to socially distance Bought hemingway at 25%. He thought you would have to build a fence around the Grove and put people at entrance points mm-hmm. and run in and out numbers. Yeah. Two out, two in. I feel sorry for the people that would have to man those spots you couldn't put enough money in my pocket to do it but I mean in that scenario that's what you'd have to do I saw today speaking of Iowa the president of the University of Iowa was talking about their stadium and talking about tailgating around their stadium and how you would do that and to his credit his he and the guy at Purdue are really sharp Purdue's Mitch Daniels. I don't know who the guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name. But his answer was, well, you know, we have some time, but we do have to make plans for different scenarios. And he talked about how you would have to, in the areas that they controlled, you would have to control population. Which was his way of saying, in, in the areas that we don't control, you all do whatever the hell you want to do.
2: I thought Mitch Daniels was interesting, and you pointed out this too. He mentioned large gatherings including concerts and fraternity parties, and he never said the word football in his entire article.
1: Stayed, out, stayed away from it. Yeah, because they're going to play football. Because they're going to play. Well, if you're Purdue, you need to play, right?
2: Well, it's like – I know you mentioned this on G-Pits. It's like with the Michigan guy. They're gonna play football. They just are. Right, so I don't.
1: That was political. That's what see, I thought it was medical.
2: It. I thought he was a very conservative because his background is in viral immuno, immunology. Yeah, I thought he was being a very conservative medical professional.
1: I took it as him kowtowing to Michigan politics.
2: Well, like they're they're pretty they're the most conservative in the country right now.
1: Yeah, they're they're. Their governor has –
2: Meaning they're not allowing yeah. anything, not conservative, isn't right. it? No.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: You won't confuse her
1: – Ron her. DeSantis says, whoa, whoa, hold up. <laughs> yeah. What?
2: <laughs> yeah. The, the, Whitmer and Kay Ivey do not look alike from an ideological standpoint right <laughs> no. now. We'll
3: We'll go little, there. A little
1: <laughs> different. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but, you know, Florida's opened up. Georgia's opened up. Well, half of Oxford's in Orange Beach in Florida right now. Um Yeah. <laughs> you just throw it hanging curves like. Let me see if he swings at this one. <laughs> Let's see how disciplined he is. You He's, laid off of it right now. You? Chase is like, you know, I wish I'd waited for his fifth beer. You laid off that. I'm, I did. I, I, I laid I'm, it. I saw it spinning, and I said, you know, it's a three-o count. I'm going to let it go.
2: There's a fastball at some point. We're gonna yeah, we're we're, yeah. we're gonna go
1: with that one. But you <sighs> know, like, I, I, well, Caroline's her friend Gracie I'll leave last names out of it because her parents might not want their name out there they were at uh, Rosemary I think uh, or Seaside or somewhere 30A and she Gracie was telling Caroline it's going to be weird to come back to Oxford because it's so laid back down there and so uptight up here from a kid's standpoint these are 17 year olds they're not going to the bars they're talking about retail shops and going in to get an ice cream or whatever you know what i mean sure and just talking about how down there the, every, the restaurants are full and the people are in the stores and no one's wearing a mask and in oxford it's not that way like the people they're like well i'm not wearing a mask well then you know, there's no point in coming here right now no matter what you think of it or whatever i mean th- that's the rule them's the rules as they say
2: Hey, look, you can go shop wherever you want to shop. You wanna come here and put a mask on if you wanna to go to Water Valley, if you want to go to baseball, whatever you wanna do, it's up yeah. to you. I do get annoyed if the guy goes, I'm still gonna to try to go in that store anyway without a mask. It's like, well now you're just being stupid. Well
1: and and not only
3: like that now not
2: only
1: that, but now you're you're being unfair yeah. to the poor kid, like like a kid like Caroline who works at JCG. You're making a seventeen year old kid come up to come on. Yeah. Play she, enforcement. She didn't make the rule. Take the rule up with Robin Tannehill if you want to, but don't don't take it out on the the, the poor clerk at Kroger. Come uh, on, I mean he, he didn't he didn't make that rule, and and you're you he didn't he doesn't make enough money to take that to abuse to deal with you today to take the abuse. Yeah. Leave that guy alone. So if you don't want to go to Kroger, don't. That's cool. That's your prerogative. Go for it. But if you're going to go to to Kroger right now, put your mask on so that you don't make the poor. 19 year old clerk there have to come say something to you that's not fair that's where i come from on it where people go don't you think it's stupid if i'm honest i think the restaurant policy in oxford is stupid as hell you have to wear a mask into a restaurant you can take it off at your table you have to put it back on to go to the bathroom but you have to take it put it back Then you can take it back off, but you have to put it back on to
2: leave. That's stupid. What was my point last week? Is that if I'm just a retail owner that's not in the restaurant business, I'm annoyed. I'm going, well, hold on. Yeah. So you can spit on one another for an hour eating at the restaurant. However, if you're walking into my clothing shop or flower shop or hardware store or whomever. Right. No, no, no. no, The whole time. Well,
1: the hardware store is a great example. Yeah. So if I'm going to walk into Sneeds, and I love the people at Sneeds. They're great to me. I love those people. It's one of my favorite stores in Oxford, frankly. Sure. Am I going to do the mask thing and make them throw me out? That's not fair. They don't make those rules. They're nice people. So I'm going to put my mask on and I'm going to be a good citizen and get in and out. Am I preventing the spread of COVID by wearing my mask and Sneed Ace Hardware? Probably not. Am I impacting anything? No, but I like those people and they're nice and I'm not going to do something that creates some issue for them. That's where I come from with it. They are incredibly helpful on in there. They're awesome. They are. And that, that's not their rule. They didn't make the rule, but they'd have to come throw me out. Why am I doing that to them? I'll put my mask on. I'll go get my charcoal, and I'll look around at all the big green egg accessories like I always do, <laughs> and then I'll leave. I'll pay, and I'll tell the person my number and I'll say hey, have a great day, and she'll tell me to have a great day, and I'll leave, and then I'll take my mask off when I leave the store. Do you have one of those rib racks? Yeah. Do you? Yeah.
2: That's that's my next thing I got to get. I, I can only get. I've got the, We talked we talked about this Malloy last week. I've got the large. You've got the extra large. Yep. I can only get two racks on the large. A third does not fit on, no. that, on on that pan.
1: You know, my dad has a large, and I was cooking on his the other day and the difference between a large and an extra large is so significant that the large looks so small now. Really? Yeah.
2: Like the space.
1: Well, like I did two well, it's... I did two briskets on Sunday. And I was thinking about his grill. I probably could get two big briskets on there, but it would be so crammed. Okay. And this way I was able to space it out and Yeah, yeah I, was... I
2: was two 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 racks of ribs was very complicated on on Monday. Like, it was fine. Got it got it done, but you had to kind of chop them up and really kind of get it, yeah. like, start playing with the pup. Well, it's just like, you know, the pizza thing. One, one large pizza is more pizza than two medium pizzas. Like, you get a little more, Yeah. like, it
1: really makes a big
2: difference. Yeah. I mean, math, I know, but still.
1: I love ribs on the big green egg. But especially when you get them up off where you put them in a rack yeah. where they're smoking and they don't get...
2: Well, I'm doing I'm doing indirect with the plate, but then also a cookie sheet over that just to keep the indirect from getting all right. grimy and stuff. So I mean, it's 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 coming around pretty good. Yeah. It's not there's no what indirect, kind of smoke. Did you use
1: used kind of hickory wood. this time? Yeah,
2: um, because I like that kind of that smoky, like that yeah. kind of hard hard taste. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: I used post oak. On uh, the briskets the other day, it was really good. I went a little too Laura long. Laura doesn't think. like a lot of smoke. I yeah. do. Like you could smoke the hell yeah, out of it. I'm yeah. cool.
2: I was trying to just do the three, two, one thing, but they after the two, when I took them out of the fold to put them back on, they were already falling apart.
1: Yeah, it actually so was done.
2: way. Yeah, that was like okay. I, I'm gonna. I've got to do it long enough simply to glaze a little bit and kind of get some heat on the, the sauce, but otherwise, like I'm I'm, I'm I need to get out of here. They're gonna all fall apart. So anyway, that was our. So
1: the brisket, how was it? That was really good. How long did you go? How long did it take? Uh, put it on it. Is is ten hours? Two, Knock on wood. Two twenty five. Yeah, two with the big green egg. So okay, here's here's my brisket story. It's a
2: little hard to keep it at two twenty ish. Like, is it just gets well, hot? It's I mean, so it's... hot.
1: So Matt Mott, the Ole Miss soccer coach, calls me. He listened to the podcast with Malloy where we talked about grills
2: how he and, hadn't done invite you over and does nothing for you
1: <laughs> and he 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 called me almost like breathless excitement and he said oh you've got to get and it's called a, a egg genius and a little
2: uh, thing yeah yeah, yeah, but it, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. fan
1: that will control the temperature i
2: think i saw roe has this romero I think I saw this on Romero's one so, of his social media So pages. I went to
1: Sneed's Yeah <laughs> almost immediately and they're already on back order. Oh really? Yeah. And the guy's like, it's kind of expensive. I'm like, I don't care. I want it. How much it. was it? He says it's like two twenty five. And I know. I'm thinking, do I really want to, that? But the next to guarantee day, the temperature. But the next day, and I'm I'm I've gotten better at it, but I I would go get on the Peloton for a little while after I'd started and Laura sent me a text that said, it's at 300. Is that okay? And I'm like, no! Way too Yeah, high. and so it's that big green, the extra large has so much heat in it that you'll get it down to 235, 240, and you think you have it under control, and... It's it's a little bit of a struggle to control heat. But what
2: you're doing is turning it into Malloy's stupid thing. You're taking all the guesswork out. You're turning it into a Traeger or a Rectech or whatever at this point.
1: I studied those Rectechs after <laughs> Malloy left. That's, pretty, that's a pretty impressive deal.
2: Well, because he sort of was the argument where I'm like, hey, Chris, look, I mean, there's no satisfaction. He goes, yeah, it is. The meat's not overcooked. And I went...
1: Yeah. Fair enough. I guess yeah. that's
2: the point we're getting to here. Okay.
1: But with the brisket and I've learned this, it is simply a matter of you must be patient. You've got to get it to 170, not 167, 170 before you do the crutch wrap. Re- and that's
2: and that's well after the stall.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it stalls forever. It's like
2: 160, 155, yep.
1: 161, 162, it stalls. And you're like And you're like, "Oh, well surely if I just go ahead and No. Nope, you got to wait. and But once it gets to 170, you take it off and you can do the liquid crutch, whether it's coffee or the one I use now is it's a scallion, uh, a little bit of brown sugar, mm-hmm. and um, apple juice. Okay. And just makes a little slurry kind of a thing, and you pour it in there and wrap it up real good in foil, and then you let it basically steam to 203.
2: Not 202.
1: Not two hundred four and as soon as it gets there, you get it off. You let it rest. What meat thermometer are you using? Uh, I've got a digital meat thermometer. Yeah, I mean, I just—I don't know. I can't remember the brand. Nothing it's good. crazy. No, it's, not. it's nothing crazy. It's good. The Oxford Exxon podcast is also brought to you by the Iron Horse Grill. It specializes in on-site large event catering for up to two hundred and fifty people and off-site full catering services, especially beverage catering. One day we're going to get back to normal when we do. A lot of parties to catch up on, a lot of get-togethers that will need to take place, that will want to take place, wedding receptions, rehearsal dinners, graduation celebrations, and more. And the Iron Horse Grill is your answer to be able to enjoy that moment. It's a one-stop shop for beverage services for a 250- to 500-person wedding or even a 3,500-person gala. It's the largest beverage caterer in Mississippi. It can service the entire state. So call Sarah Black at 601 398 0151 for your catering needs and knock that off your worry list. Let the Iron Horse Grill make your event one that is memorable forever. Uh, We're also brought to you by Dead Soxy. We've been telling you about this is an incredibly strange time we're all living in. Millions of us all over the world have been impacted by these unusual events. And the Dead Soxy team hasn't been immune to that situation either. Uh, They've uh, faced some tough choices and what they've done is instead of cutting costs and jobs, they're thinking about things a little differently. They want to keep their team intact, paid and employed and they need your help to make it happen. In the spirit of people helping people, they've decided to run a first of its kind support sale. They have slashed their prices site-wide $6, $9, $11 a pair. They'd rather you get their socks discounted so they can keep paying their team rather than worrying about margins at times like this. It's deadsoxy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. We're also brought to you by Nest and Wild. Sleep better with a Nest and Wild mattress. It's a Mississippi-based mattress company making a high-quality mattress delivered right to your door. They make buying a new mattress easy. Every Nest and Wild mattress is one foot thick, giving you comfort and support that will last. A lot of online brands sell an 8-inch or 10-inch mattress, but not Nest and Wild. Every one is 12 inches thick, they're all American-made, and it's a uh, fantastic deal because we're throwing in a podcast discount. Go to nestandwild.com, order your mattress, enter the podcast code REBEL20, that's REBEL20, get 20% off your purchase. Your mattress will arrive at your door in three to five days. Brought to you by Pinnacle Trust. Pinnacle Trust, based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states as well. Founded in 1997, Pinnacle Trust provides detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. At Pinnacle Trust, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle Trust will sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. Cookie cutter financial planners put you in a box Pinnacle Trust builds a box just for you. To learn more, go to pintrust.com. That's P-I-N-N-Trust.com. Mention you heard about Pinnacle Trust on the podcast. You'll get 10% off your first year's fees. And we're brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. Been with us a long time. We'd appreciate you staying uh loyal to them as well here in these weird times you're in a you, you want a nissan vehicle grenada nissan is where you need to head it's grenada grenada nissan usa.com
2: they work on anything thick enough to actually be able to get some yeah and then you
1: just got to leave it alone and then you just i th- patience
2: not, is the thing knock you know what on what wood
1: i kind of think i'm starting to get it with brisket And with brisket, if you're going to do a rub, you've got to do the rub the day before, wrap it up in cellophane or whatever, and let that rub get in because the piece of meat is so thick and so tough that if you don't give the marinade time, you're just wasting time. It won't work in there. Yeah. Like, if you just do the marinade 10 minutes before, I mean, the rub, there's no point. Just put salt and pepper on it at that point. Okay.
2: Sure. Sure i saw i said i saw rose little thing i just don't know that i can pull the trigger on that which i mean you can you can spend four grand on big egg accessories if you want to fill the need yeah, and get at it and absolutely and, and fill up the garage with stuff
1: but like romero cooks on his so much he cooks basically every meal yeah I mean, that, that for him i mean that's totally worth it yeah let's guarantee it let's do it i mean he does everything on his yeah i mean he does he's impressive like we talk about doing a, a grilling show. Yeah. He would be one of my first guests. Yeah.
2: Well it's been his it's been his his COVID thing is he's been trying different proteins or some different recipe every week. It's yeah. like, okay. I think he did jerk chicken the other day was one that he did. He's
1: just I've gotten I don't really like salmon, but I've gotten good with salmon and planks. And it actually is really good on the big green egg.
2: I tell you what, I didn't like. um, I I used a cedar plank for salmon last week, week and a half ago. Yep. I don't prefer it anywhere near as good as just a straight sear on a cast iron. Really? Nowhere close. Oh, I'm the total opposite. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. I like, because on on the cast iron, I'm Did you soak the the plank? Yeah. Okay. I'm, you know, actually, (laughs) I soaked it in some of the mead um uh so i did well it said use wine anything okay i've got it um i picked one that i thought would compliment it was fine no on the the cast iron i'm getting like a little more christmas a little more char getting a little i don't know there's something i just preferred it the the, the cedar almost kind of overpowered it a little bit i felt like i was getting too much stuff it almost came out as a salmon version of that abita christmas
1: ale a little bit to me oh wow yeah Yeah, no i didn't i've and again, salmon's not my favorite thing.
2: See, I love it. Um, I but, could do but, salmon. But I'm
1: trying to make myself eat more of it because it's healthy. Tri-tip. Tri-tip's good. That's come up in the thread. I'm a big tri-tip person. I love flank steak. Tri-tip. My neighbor Johnny, I've said this many times, He's he does the picanha. His mm-hmm. picanha is fantastic. I can't do it quite as well. I don't. I don't really know why. I just. I,
2: so, what's your next thing? You got brisket whipped. What? What are you? What are you going to? I don't know.
1: It's a good question. I got to come up with something. I'm pretty good with pulled pork with the pork shoulder. Yes. Which is very similar. It's all about patience and the gotta temperature wait on that bad yep, boy. Yep. But, and I don't mean this from a weight standpoint or calorie standpoint. Sometimes with pulled pork it's so fatty that it's a little frustrating. It's like, not
2: getting enough. Yeah, out I don't of it. I
1: don't really yeah.
2: What's it lot like doing it? I mean, it's it's very similar to even doing a pot roast. Am I gonna have any meat in the in the thing or am I just gonna pull out yeah. chunks of fat? Like that's
1: just not really my favorite thing. Mm. Got some scallops, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do those, stuff like that. I think that's where I use the cast iron on the big green egg. Like, I got the big green egg, big cast iron thing. What's that doing for you? Well, it stops. It just lets you get some of the, the flavor from the smoke, but it stops it from, you know, just destroying it from a direct heat standpoint.
2: Okay. It's fair enough.
1: Ole Miss USMC says pork shoulder isn't fatty if you cut most of it off before cooking it. That's true. There Just is trim it. There is a certain degree of of trimming that you have to do. That's one of the challenges with brisket is is when you trim it up, not over trimming it. Because you got to leave some. You got to leave some of the fat, so or otherwise it it dries out.
2: Did you uh? Did you start throwing things at your screen? I saw there um. Ranking all the different conferences' uniforms and rivals had the Iowa uniform fifth in the
1: Big Ten. Well, I got really, I got really frustrated because I'm a uniform guy. We taped a soft verbal podcast today, by the way, presented by Dead Soxy and Zach, and I spent probably half hour talking about uniforms. Oh, why? Because we just did. What was the basis? The Farrell, whoever did the SEC rankings.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Like, how do you get Vanderbilt and Missouri? Missouri. I had no problem. Whether you, uh, well, here's what I said. Tell me whether you agree. You can argue for a lot of schools as best uniform in the league. But if you have LSU and Georgia in the conversation, I'm cool with it because they both have classic uniforms. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Like LSU's uniform. Very recognizable, no issue. LSU, LSU's uniform is really good. The Georgia uniform, it pops. I like it. One of the things I like about Georgia's uniform is. I, I, I like their silver britches a little bit better than I like Ole Miss's gray.
2: Yeah, there's a shade or two
1: difference. I get it. Yeah, sure. Um, we talked about Ohio State. Like, Ohio State incorporates the gray throughout their uniform to a point that I like it. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but Vanderbilt, I've never once looked at Vanderbilt's uniform and went, oh, yeah, that does it for me. And I'm a uniform guy. Like, I, Because you should be able to. White
2: and old gold, like
1: – Yeah, There's some stuff there to work with. Well, I mean, Iowa, black and gold, keep it clean, and you're going to roll. I mean, yellow pant, black top, white top. Yeah, I like gold. The old gold color is good. I like it. I'm in. Like, they, they gave Kentucky high scores, and look, Kentucky should probably win because they have the best colors handed to you. Royal blue and white, Go you got but, to go pewter and
2: black and screw it up. But That's they the screw, screw it up, up. and they yeah. should
1: be punished for that.
2: So Big Ten is the one I pointed out because I saw Iowa. I was curious. Okay. What number is your Iowa jersey?
1: A four. That's
2: what this one is, too. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I think he, it's Nate Stanley, the former quarterback, okay. whatever his name is.
2: So 14-1 to one in the Big Ten. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. I just saw it. He goes Northwestern dead last.
1: Yeah, and their uniform's awful.
2: He goes Rutgers next to last. It's bad. At nondescript, whatever. Yeah, sure. Maryland after that.
1: Yeah, because they've
2: got the weird flag thing. Get rid of the flag. Too much. Be red, white, and black.
1: Yep, and they throw in a lot of yellow, and they throw in the flag, and they just
2: well, the shoulders one's got different. Well, they throw. I mean,
1: they ought to just at this point they're so busy they ought to just put crabs all over it or something. I mean, it. it, If you're going to go super busy, just go all the way. Turn it into a Hawaiian shirt. Clam
2: chowder or something. Yeah,
1: be done with it. Michigan State, bottom half
2: right there. I don't love green, but I don't think they do anything bad either. It's
1: fine. Okay. Here's my problem with Michigan State. Okay. I don't like the words Michigan State across the front.
2: You know what I love Michigan State-wise is their basketball uniform that has the state across and, like, the funky script. I'm good with that. That's the that's the Michigan State. When you tell me, hey, what's your favorite Michigan State uniform? Magic Johnson's. sort of throwback. That's the one that comes back. to mind. Yep. Uh, Indiana, they do nothing wrong. It's They're fine. crimson and white. It's fine. I, I like no their issues.
1: helmet actually, the IU interlock thing.
2: Purdue nine, it should be higher. They do a good job. They're fine. The uniform's fine. Yeah, he has Illinois eight. Illinois has horrific uniforms. Oh, you think so? I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've gotten too... Carried away. They look. They look like a maxion team. Well, they are busy. See, I don't I hate the color. See,
1: I think if you're a Power Five school, you should not have a busy uniform.
2: Be confident that you have a brand and wear it.
1: Yeah. And you blue and orange, great color scheme. Navy blue and orange, it's good. It's, it's fine. a great color scheme.
2: Base, I know. I take everything back to baseball. But like Cal State Fullerton has fab, fantastic baseball uniforms. Well, I mean,
1: orange, if, if navy. You're Illinois, kind of copy the Bears. Yeah
2: frankly Bear? their blue is probably better than the Bears a little lighter
1: yeah so, so a little better blue. The same deal just steal it seven Wisconsin and see I think their uniforms are really good because again okay so here's the Arkansas argument that we had I hate Arkansas's uniforms okay because Arkansas has a ready-made awesome uniform And this is by the way this is not fandom right this is just keeping this real when you see the Razorback hog, you immediately know there's Arkansas. Fair? Sure, yeah. Red helmet, the hog. Oh, there's Arkansas. Okay, so you're off to a great start now. Step two, what are your colors? We're red and white. Simple enough. That red top that just says Arkansas across it, number, white stripes, white pant, two red stripes. The Darren McFadden uniform. You, that's perfectly great. And when you on the road, keep the white. white pant, put on a white top, red Arkansas cross, red numerals, put the little hog thing on the hip. Away you go. Go lose by twenty four. But by God, you're gonna look good. But when you start mixing in, like Arkansas does these things with, like, and if you're on the scholarship committee, I don't mean any of this. I'm, I'm, I'm just you're playing, playing a role. But they do these like just. Swishes all over the place on their uniforms, and they'll go with Razorbacks in this funky font. I'm like, no, what are you doing? They'll get, get Arena League on you fast. Yeah, and that's what Central Arkansas should do. <laughs> when you're like a Division Seven school, you're trying to like come up with something cool. When you're like, you know, some high school, Water Valley High School, throw some stuff on the uniform. What the hell? Fire the kids up. But when you're a Power 5 school, when you're Arkansas, and you have tradition, and they do, just bust out the simple. Go simple. When you have the helmet that has the hog on it, everybody knows who you are at that point. Embrace it. Can you imagine the freakout
2: if Ole Miss said, hey, we're going to put some crazy-ass Rebels across the front of their shirts? God, people would
1: lose their minds. <laughs> But, I mean, I keep waiting for the Arkansas people to go, you know, enough's enough. And for the Kentucky people to go, we don't need checkerboards. We don't need pewter. We have a white helmet with a U.K. on it. Get a blue jersey, put the word Kentucky across, and put a white number on it with white stripes, white pants with two blue stripes, and come out there and go, we look great. We're going to lose by 19, but we look great. And you do, and nobody can argue that. And when you go on the road, put a white top on the white pant. Not the blue pant. When Arkansas goes red on red, I'm like, what are you doing? They do look like a a stick
2: of big red gum when they do that. Stupid. You have put a pair of white pants on with two red stripes and call it a day. It's a good look. I'm burying the lead on my Big Ten thing. This is actually what I'm mad about. Okay. Is... I'm assuming Michigan is one on his poll because of like the whole tradition simplicity thing. I don't okay. like their uniform, and if you're going to do that, if I like it, their helmet. If that's going to be your argument. Penn State can't be six. Nope. It's got to be two.
1: Yep. Because Penn State, when they show it's up, you good You know it's Penn State. It's good looking. It's simple. It's blue. It's
2: white, mm-hmm. and they don't screw it up. You don't see checkerboards all over nope. the place. Nope. Nope. That's Penn State. Penn State. Okay. All good. He has Ohio State, two, which, okay, whatever. They can be one or two. Michigan's not one or two. I have
1: no problem if you put Ohio State, one. Ohio State, I love the way they incorporate the, the silver or the gray throughout their uniform. It's fine. It's good.
2: He has Nebraska at three, and I might can make that argument if they were a Nike school, but Adidas does the stupid thing with the stripes, yeah. and they get all
1: stupid. It screws them up.
2: Minnesota, four. It's fine. I don't have to drop it down with Maryland, but it is not in the ballpark with Penn State – and Ohio State. Or Iowa. In Iowa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Webb, thank you very much, my man. Appreciate you so much.
2: Yeah. He's got Minnesota 4, Iowa 5.
1: Webb needs a haircut, he says. Um, I wish I could relate. He wants us to talk about the transfer from state. Who else they could lose. Uh, we'll we'll do that in a little bit. Do you know? Uh I, I, Yeah, I think I kind of know what's going on with a couple of guys. Okay. He's got – so he got Iowa f- six? Five.
2: Five. Michigan, Ohio State, Nebraska, Minnesota, Iowa, oh. Penn State, Wisconsin, Uh-oh. Illinois, Purdue, Indiana, Michigan State, Maryland, Rutgers, Northwestern.
1: No, it really screwed up the top of it. So it's a bad list. Now we're talking about it, so it did its, it did its job. Yeah, right. And the SEC list, like – with, with Ole Miss, he said the, the, the powder blue helmets might be the best helmet in college football, but you've got them seventh in the league? What? That makes no sense. None. I keep waiting, and I said this on the soft verbal, so I'll, I'll get it out here, say too. I keep waiting for Ole Miss to say, hey, you know what? We've embraced this powder blue thing, and people like it. We're going all in. Which would mean what? Powder blue jersey. A powder blue look. A white helmet with a powder blue script. Houston Oilers. I think it would look good. So you would replace the Navy? No one likes the Navy. I, here's what I hate. I hate the powder blue helmet and the navy jersey. I just It doesn't match. It's I scream every time I see powder it. Powder looks great on the red and great on the white. I, where is hand raised guy when, hey, you know what we ought to do this time? is Let's, well, you know, Billy Brewer, I don't care that he did it. Doing it again doesn't make it right. It's not a good look. Now, the powder blue and the red on the gray, All I'm good. fine with it. Other than that, the gray pants. My favorite
2: actually has become powder on white on white. I like that. That's actually become my favorite, I think. The
1: only thing I don't like about that yeah. is that the powder helmet, you should match that color on the pant. There should be a stripe that's powder. Yeah, mix a powder stripe. Some of that's
2: got to figure out what shade they are. That's half the problem. But, cause it's got a lot of shades going on.
1: People, People either love uniform talk or they hate it. I just think if you're going to go powder blue, embrace it one time and see what happens. Um, I bet the kids would like it. Sure. And that's Ultimately, that's all that matters.
2: Do you think a powder blue jersey is debuting in 2020? If Ole Miss
1: plays 12 games. I honestly don't know. I don't either.
2: But if you were going to, this would be the year it would finally come out. Because yeah, you got to order it so far in advance.
1: Yeah. Uh, if I could do it, I would do it. God, I hope they do it right.
2: Powder on white.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's got to match the helmet. It can't be two different shades of powder. And that's probably the problem. It's got to match the helmet. Because the helmet's kind of. The helmet's not really powder. It's that. Italy blue is what Michael Thompson. So I would order an Italy blue jersey. Yeah. But yeah. I think you could make it look really good
2: you and I were discussing this this morning. Um, we think we have a week before baseball absolutely kills itself.
1: So major league, there
2: is the middle of a pandemic and we're arguing about millions of dollars and putting off a horrendous look to the public.
1: They have fired, fired a ton of minor league players today. Did they? Yeah. Um, they appear to be a million miles apart. They're running out of time. I mean, June 1st is Monday. Is that right? Um, sure. So you want guys to report to Arizona and Florida or wherever for three weeks of spring. You've got to get that moving. They're running out of time. The owners the owners are saying, hey, we, we don't have the money. The players are saying, show us the books. The owners say, no. The owners say, take another pay cut on top of the pay cut you took. And the players say, no. Meanwhile, the fans say, so wait a minute, in the middle of a pandemic, you're not gonna you're 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 not gonna play because of money? You and I talked about this. I think major league baseball players could say, listen, we just don't feel safe. And a lot of people might go, Ah, it's BS, but okay. Can't play the finance game though. Here's where they lose. Tell me if you agree. The NHL and the NBA are going to play. The NHL is going to go to two hub cities, I think Chicago and Las Vegas, and they're going to play. The NBA is going to Orlando. I don't know if it's going to be all 30 teams or if it's just going to be 24 teams, but the NBA is going to Orlando, and they are going to play. They're going to play. Some sort of tournament. absolutely. And you're Major League Baseball, and you're like, nope, can't do it. Can't do it.
2: Doesn't work. Like, uh, do they compromise? I know the easy answer is yes, but
1: I don't know. Do they? I don't know. I don't. I don't trust them. And and here's the the uh, major league baseball's problem is that if you don't have a season this year and the next going into the off season, the owners say, "Well, we're not spending any money." Do the players hold out? Because at the end of the 21 season, the collective bargaining agreement expires. There are people out there who think it's in the cards that they play three seasons, that they go three seasons without a, a product.
2: I can't see that happening. I feel like they have to do something. I mean, there's people smart enough to realize that's the end. At some point, you dig
1: in. But yeah, I agree with you. In fairness to Zach and myself, we did talk 40-something minutes of recruiting before we did – actually, 50 minutes of recruiting before we did, did you? uniform stuff. So there is a lot there. If you don't want to talk, listen to uniforms, we still did a full podcast. What's hockey going to do? They're going to play. Two hubs, Vegas and probably Chicago is what people are saying.
2: Like 20-something playoff teams? Did I hear that right? I think so. 24 or something?
1: Just get a product in play TV, get some of their money, mitigate their losses, move on. And if you're a hockey fan, you'll get hockey on TV. And hockey with no fans, still hockey. It's fine. Be able to hear the sounds. Yeah, yeah. Probably be loud. Might actually be kind of cool.
2: NASCAR plays fine without fans. Yeah. Football and basketball are the two where you're like, eh
1: especially college football. I, I still think with the NFL you could do it and make it interesting. Do you? Yeah, mic up coaches. I gotta get used to it. It would. It'd be well, you'd get a chance to hear just how loud the collisions are in an NFL game.
2: Tennis is fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Golf's fine. Golf was fine. Yeah. I mean the the deal the other day with the four the foursome was even for someone like me. I watched 20, 30 minutes. That should
2: have been a. And they're talking about this, especially the European Tour already for golf. And I'm not getting on golf right now. Is Mic up the players, yeah. Mic them up. Well, and this let is, them talk, and don't talk over them. Well, this is Shut the up. MLB
1: thing. You have this opportunity right here, on both sides, to say, "Hey, let's get above it. Let's get above this. Let's 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 do the right thing, and then let's mic up these players. Put a mic on Freddie Freeman for a game. What difference does it make?" Does it really matter in this half season if the Braves finish first or fourth? No. Mic up the players. Mic up Mike Trout. Let let people get to know Mike Trout. Mic up Anthony Rizzo and, and Yadier. Mike up Yadier Molina behind the plate for a game. Put a mic on Trevor Bauer pitching a game. Be fantastic.
2: I'm not trying to derail you here, but are you seeing this picture that Gabe tweeted about a minute ago? No, If, if you're in a live stream, go to Twitter or Gabe Diarmond's page if you'd like. Um, the AP image quote tweet. For those that uh, are seeing this, I'll read A man and a woman demonstrate dining under a plastic shield in a Paris restaurant on Wednesday, oh, May 27th. See this. I did As see As restaurants this. in food loving France prepare to open. Some are investing in lampshade-like plastic shields to protect diners from the virus. It seriously is a lampshade. It goes over your food and you, <laughs> and it's like your bubble boy from Seinfeld
1: <laughs> eating. How does he get the drink? Like, there's a drink sitting on the table. It's how,
2: outside the bubble, isn't it? How, how it's outside get, the
1: boundary. How does he get to the drink? What do
2: we do? Also, is it? Or, am I am I blind or is that strings? Like, is this hanging from the ceiling? No, it does. T- Look, appears, they're like puppeteer strings.
1: It appears to be hanging from the ceiling, which does beg the question, so could it could
2: we have found the image for the headline of the podcast tomorrow on the site. I'll go pull that bad boy from AP tonight.
1: Appears to be a lovely young woman.
2: Kinda looks like Justin Verlander.
1: Yeah, um, a little bit, maybe. A younger Justin Verlander. Yeah, it's fine.
2: It's not Kate Upton across from him.
1: No. But I'm sure she's lovely. What are, what are they eating?
2: Um, there's a lot of glare,
1: so I'm not sure. It's hard to say. It appears to be some sort of a salad. Is it?
2: I do want to know about the drink, though. Is is, is that a drink or is that something else? Is it a condiment?
1: It appears to be a bottle of water that you would fill your water up. So when they want to fill their and water... The salt and pepper's outside, too. Both of their salt and pepper shakers are outside of the bubbles. So I don't know how he she would... She
2: can grab her napkin from under the slam Now, it
1: appears that he could slide his hand out And get the condiments and bring it back into the bubble.
2: Yeah. It's not down to the table.
1: It's kind of a face shield that goes from what appears to be three or four inches above the table to a full foot above his head and a full foot above her head.
2: Ben, thank you. He says, is the typical MLB ump manager dispute over? That'll hurt MLB.
1: Yeah, pretty much, because they can go to replay.
2: Well, he was thinking.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I thought it's been interesting. One of the things, we haven't even talked about it.
2: Now, Um, well, they argue, well, we're negative. We've been tested. One of
1: the things that some of the players are saying is, I've played baseball since I was a kid, and I spit involuntarily. Yeah. You're telling me I can't spit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know that I even think about spitting. Other players have said, okay, I won't spit.
2: Take a break in the show to tell you about Community Mortgage located in Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting to understand your market, a leader in condo financing in Oxford, and the flow down option where you can lock in the current rate. But if rates go down before you close, you get the lower rate. 662-234-2704 or JLOWE at Community. MTG.com, also brought to you by m Pharmacy on South Lamar in Oxford. Also, Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. Both those locations are open for regular business hours. Tyson's is utilizing a walk up window, and GM is offering curbside service there in Oxford. Both stores are dedicated to local delivery and still able to deliver same day as well. 662 236 2222. The podcast brought to you by VisitOxford. VisitOxfordMS.com is the website. Click the very top so see how to support Oxford during COVID-19. You can see a list of all retailers, restaurants with curbside, with delivery options to uh, help you out there if you need that list. Also ways to support hospitality workers who are out of jobs right now in Oxford between Tupelo and some other options that you have. Again, visit OxfordMS.com. Podcast also brought to you by Special Orthopedic Group. They are open in Tupelo and Oxford. You can skip the ER for urgent ortho related injuries at both locations. They're offering, offering virtual health telemedicine. Patients have direct access to all SOG physicians and nurse practitioners. Patients have 24-hour access to appointments at 662-767-4200 or SOGMS.com. No referral is needed. Walk-ins are welcome. And then last but not least, we're brought to you by In-House Interior and Design, 662-681-6241. You can call. You can text. They are available for you. I talked to Nikki this week. they have getting picking up more clients because people are home right now. They're seeing things around their house they want to change. They want to fix up. They offer new client gifts. They offer dorm room appointments whenever that does uh, come with discounts as well. So you can find out more Text or call 662 681 6241. Oh, look, the creature of habit stuff like that, 100% difficult. I mean, I've seen, I mean, the golf's the sport I play now. I mean, it took me a couple of weeks to not grab the flag stick. I mean, that kind of things where it's like, hey, stop. Like, you're, you're, it's just, they're, they're you human still can't nature. Grab
1: I mean, fla- flag stick, right? No, they don't want you to touch the flagstick. What about like the sand traps and stuff?
2: No rakes in the bunker.
1: So it just is what it is.
2: You can move it over if you like or kick uh, it with your feet or play it as a waste area and hit it as it is. It's up to you.
1: Just asking for a friend. You could can pull you just, it
2: out if you'd like and just hit from behind it. Could no, you I just give a crap.
1: pick the ball up and throw it up on the green? I mean, it's to, uh, for just safety purposes. I
2: think that would help you if I let you hit your drive and then your next one you could just pick it up and throw it.
1: I would save – if I had one throw per hole, yeah. I would save the – for close to the green. For really close to the green.
2: And then flick it on. Yeah. Because you don't trust your chipping from hitting that son of a gun over everything and then yeah, how to do
1: it yeah. again. Well, like I I hit a chip the other day that went at least eighty yards. <laughs> Just bladed that thing. Yeah, was, all the way down. I was like, Well, that's impressive. <laughs> but I don't think that's good. You're like, I wish my eight iron could do that. That'd be <laughs> yeah.
2: fantastic. Yeah. Uh I thought about bringing throws into the into the into the play on on Sunday. Oh. I did contemplate that thought about maybe making Braden hit a ball and you hit a drive and then going, okay, y'all are going to switch now and finish the hill with the other person's shot. Um, thought about that's, doing that. That's a thought. Got stuff. Yeah. Got, 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 got things as we're, uh, as we're going through this. We My friend packages. Corey
1: Clark wants to know are we going to take calls?
2: Um, would he like to call in? I think Corey wants to call in. Okay, well, open a package and then we'll, All right, okay. we'll we'll deal with that.
1: This is from our friend uh, Cole McCarty. Cole and his uh, lovely wife Megan friends of ours. He's leaving his entire family
2: home when it comes to football games this, uh, this well, fall.
1: You had to do what you got to do, you know. Right. I mean, hey, if only one person socially distanced, one out of four. I wonder how that would work. I don't know. I can tell you. It's not my problem, and I'm so thankful it's not. I can tell you that there's just no way it comes to that, my opinion. You, think, so you still think all or nothing.
2: Maybe not all. Maybe not
1: all, but. Majority. I'd be shocked at any number under 50%. Would you? Yeah, I just... Okay. I'd still go back to my... If it's only safe for that restricted of a deal, how do you justify playing the game at all?
4: It's
1: fair. <sighs> Appears to be some sort of soccer gear. Nashville... Ah, Nashville Soccer Club. I need to, people can't see it at home. That's what that looks like. What is it? I'm not sure. Okay. It is a uh, soccer jersey. Okay. That one's for a pretty small person.
2: I'd like to see you try to get in it. I don't
1: think I can uh, get in that one. You don't like so? No. Pretty sure I could not.
2: Is this more your speed?
1: This one appears to be much more my speed. Let's see. Yeah, this is an XL. It's a good looking jersey.
2: That is a good looking jersey. Again, blue. It's not bad. And,
1: and and navy.
2: I'm still not used to the brand names across the front that prominently, but.
1: Yeah, that's just a soccer thing. Well, I know, I'm and, not... and soon it's probably become a NBA thing. And thank you, Cole. It's very nice. Oh, he says the, brain he says the youth company? is for Carson. Um, I will have to. I'll have to do some sort of a return there. Carson is. Uh, Carson's into a men's. Into a men's small and pushing a men's medium.
2: I think. Say, I've noticed he's grown up a little bit lately. Carson's he's, grown quite a bit. Yeah, he's he, he's uh he's had quite the grow the the the, the grow up there. But I, I
1: bet I bet I can make that happen. I'll save some of the uh, the documentation here. Yeah, Carson's gotten Carson's gotten big, fast.
2: Anything else? We
1: have we have one more.
3: Okay, you want, you want to do it? Yeah, sure.
2: I'll wait before I hit the button in case Bubba's already dialing.
1: This says, uh, four Neil, hand Whoa. raised, guys. It's that a is large. Bite, but it doesn't feel like much is in it, which is what scares me a little, if I'm
2: honest. Are you hearing a hissing sound?
1: I don't. But prepare for me to jump. I have a note. It says, from a group of, uh, of Rebs fans, Neil, we hope this new gear will be useful to support the lifestyle you live your life by. We only <laughs> ask that you wear it when exercising indoors so that the women of North Point won't what cause a scene. Heck? During one of your driveway workouts, marriages depend on this recommendation, so don't take it lightly. On a serious note, we've enjoyed your podcast over the years. Thank you for keeping them going during a time when sports are practically non-existent.
2: It's a very large box for whatever it is.
1: What is it?
3: That's funny.
1: It's the uh, the y'all lifestyle bumper sticker.
3: Oh God. (laughs) And a uh, a pink y'all lifestyle
1: (laughs) T-shirt. That's fantastic.
2: Somebody at Christmas is getting that from Mr. McCrady. <laughs> it's going to be a dirty Santa present coming up. Right, I'm going to put it on.
1: Not, not right this moment. You no, sure? I'm pretty sure. I'll wait. No, I know you would.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. <clears throat> uh, I guess we're set up. correct?
1: Yeah, if I put this on the F-150 and send it to Clark Ford for service, I don't know that I'd get my truck back. Established in 2009, the all lifestyle was. Was it really? Yeah. Huh. Eleven That's years. What Brian running. Logan told me.
2: Eleven years run- running. You were a regular, Neil, back in the day. Uh, early on. Had a bit of a falling out for some reason. No, I just told him I'm not gonna. I'm be... only getting one side of my headphones. You have any idea why?
1: Check check. No, I'm getting them to both. Uh, right. Only thing. Check check yeah i'm i don't know i'm Pop? only
2: i'm only getting a right ear in my i mean it's fine no big deal but yeah I don't know oh it came that time whatever you did fixed it
1: I just turned it a little bit it might it might have been just a connection thing yeah. okay.
2: <laughs> how's it going?
5: Hey, Neil, Chase, and Bubba, how y'all doing? Oh, hey,
1: Bubba, what's up, man?
5: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Just uh, wanted to call y'all, getting ready to sit down and eat some dinner. But what are you uh, having? Just wanted... I'm uh, having catfish. I went noodling on Memorial Day, and got two of them, and, and threw them in the freezer and cut them up, ready to go. What are you?
2: <laughs> do, do you use like tanks or like the old like tires? What, what what are we using for our grappling? <laughs>
5: Uh, my arm, man. Oh, like you simply just and, grab
2: it. You're, you're not you're not trapping them, so you're not cheating.
5: No, I'm not cheating. Oh, I see, I no thought I, I, teach, I thought most but, people
2: like take like the big drums and cans, try to like trap them in there where they
1: go go get them. Yeah, you can, but there ain't
5: no sport in that, and you know. Ah. But uh, are you ever worried about
1: getting not, getting too big of a catfish on 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 your arm when you're when you're noodling? I was more thinking of pulling a snake out of that bad boy. Well, I worry about that too.
5: Well, um, well, I'm uh, more worried about a snake name, everything. You know, a cottonmouth will chase you across. It's just, but anyway, yeah, I, I got me two this time, and it was good. Took my grandson out and did that, and so anyway, it's uh it's it's it was a good memorial. Day. Have you ever pulled a cottonmouth out? It. No, no, no,
2: no. Oh, you haven't, man. Okay. I'd
5: I'd run, I'd run like I was running through hell with gasoline drawers on if I did that. You know, so anyway but just sitting here with my granddaughter and anyway we're uh but we're getting ready to sit down Nate. and I just wanted to ask y'all a quick question then I'll get off okay what uh what what do you boys think of these boys from state coming to uh to Oxford and I'll just uh hang up and listen y'all have a good night
1: okay yeah we should we were supposed to answer that earlier uh i think it is a formality as it pertains to uh fabian lovett coming to Ole miss i think they're just crossing some t's and dotting some i's and um there's another couple of names out there that are possibilities i don't think right excuse me i don't think right now mike leach is a particularly good fit uh he's been hurt by the pandemic like a lot of coaches have but his is not because of of an inability to kind of do some things his is and inability to, to to smooth over some things. And I think stuff has festered to the point of it getting somewhat out of control there. So who else is going to potentially leave? What do you got? Uh, there's a couple offensive linemen that I think are playing with the idea. And then uh, and then there's guys that I think believe that won't necessarily be for Ole Miss. It'll be to go to other places. I, again, I, I think I think damage has been done in Starkville.
2: When's the last time somebody transferred from Ole Miss to
1: State like that? You're – not in my – I'm asking the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, but. not in my 12 years.
2: Yeah. My sister.
1: Okay, well – Corey's it. sister. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what caused her to transfer, Corey? What happened?
6: It had nothing to do with some dude she was dating and lived in Macon. Nothing, she nothing to do with that. It was just <laughs> – I think she switched majors or something. I'm not 100% sure.
1: Could she play a linebacker?
6: Well, back then – she was hell on the soccer field. Uh, but not, I don't think so now. She's six months pregnant right now, so I don't know. Oh, that.
1: yeah. That'd, that'd probably be a health concern.
6: It Probably. Probably. What's up, guys? What's up with you? Just living the dream. What are
2: y'all doing? Selling cars.
6: in metal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought you're going to call and to chastise uh, Mr. McCready over here. I mean, you know, he's talk talk, talk about loading the family up earlier, and he he doesn't go expedition; he goes suburban in the middle of his uh, his, his statement. That's I a mean, good n- point. not not being a very good company man. That there, wasn't. Mr. Clark.
6: Hey, we sell both. We sell both. Oh, okay. if we for Chevrolet. We wouldn't have four. Well, okay. Oh, hey, that's that is fair. There All you right. go. Hey. See, yeah. Is that, <laughs> is this is true. Y'all good.
1: Yeah, uh, we're hanging
2: out.
6: we uh,
1: just we've made it almost to the end of May, which I, th- I thought in the middle of March was was a. Million Your March miles lasted
2: eighty five days. You were you were freaked out all. Well, March. pretty freaked Nobody's out. Nobody's March lasted longer than my March.
1: Well, okay? that is true, Corey. No. That is that is true. I'm anybody
6: a, anybody else's divorce gone final on a Tuesday, <laughs> and the governor shuts the damn state down on a Friday. Anybody in the history of the world has their divorce gone final on a Tuesday, and the governor shut the state
2: down on a Friday.
1: That is that is true. That 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 would make that would make March quite long.
2: So has Amory become Bourbon Street yet? With all the the alcohol passing and all the different things <laughs> nothing, going on,
6: nothing's even open. Nothing's in, legit. Nothing is. There's nothing to do. Nothing to do. Nothing is to Is do. that When because, is the world going to open up?
2: Is that because of COVID or was everything just shut down? What, what's what's going on? Cuz I mean y'all y'all, y'all, well, y- mean, y'all didn't exactly COVID, like put in a lot of extra mask ordinance or anything I've heard. No, nah,
6: COVID, COVID kind of had the restaurants where I mean if a Mexican restaurant shuts down in Amherst, it's a pretty big
3: deal. <laughs> okay, that's uh, fair. And they
6: they've got it. They've got it where it's just still drive-through. Hunan had this thing that went like kind of viral on Twitter? Uh, where they were like sticking a pot out of the the Bisqueen, and like making people pay for it, and then bringing the pot back in, and then giving them the change back in the pot. I mean, it, I don't know if y'all saw that or not. But no, it, no. that was that was crazy. Uh, but you know, alcohol came in. I don't know when was that chase.
2: Uh, it was first of the I had year. Had a lot going it? on. I had a lot going on. It was like
6: uh it's like, but nobody's opened. Uh, I mean. Nobody has said like, "Yeah, we're open. Come belly up to the bar." Yet, so
2: it's just kind of everybody's just kind of. Is it bringing out. any other restaurants or anything in though? In all seriousness, and I know we're just doing an Amory status report here, but I'm just curious. I mean, not are, really. I okay. mean, okay. fair enough. Uh, the the lunch somebody bought like Park Hotel person. or something, didn't they? Yeah, somebody
6: yeah. bought it and uh, they uh didn't didn't <laughs> check with the city to see what uh oh, good all they had to do and uh it turned out to be a little bit bigger project than than, than what they thought. But I think I think he's got it back. All right. Kind of found a, a way around it to to get it going.
2: Oh okay. anyway. Fair enough. Uh
6: but that ended up being a, a big old deal. Uh when's the Oxford opening?
1: there's not much clothes right now. But you can't belly up to the bar in Oxford either, right? You can't go to, like, St. Leo and go sit at the bar. Are you I sure? Mean, I need to, I'm not I need sure.
2: To I mean, why Why I could need you not? You can go to the into, into a bar in an actual bar and sit. What's the
1: difference? Well, I, I thought I saw where you, if you were at the bar, you're too close to the oh, I, bottles I, and stuff. If so,
2: I don't know that one. But, yes, you can walk in an establishment and drink, Corey. Yes.
1: Yeah.
6: All right, so what did y'all... What is y'all's take on, like, when are we gonna be back to normal? I don't mean new normal. I mean just like normal, like
1: like can, old normal.
6: No, I'm not. I'm not talking about you know everybody shaking hands and hugging and stuff. I'm talking about businesses and you can go into St. Leo and you don't have to wear a mask and you can sit at the bar while you wait at the table. How long are we from that?
3: Ooh,
1: if 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 it's not September. I'll be really surprised. I, I just – I think – I mean, you're salting all my game. I think, the re, I think the rebellion kicks in by then. I mean, assuming that the numbers continue doing what the numbers are doing now, which is a downward trend. I mean, look, here's, here's my problem. You, you, feel, you, you, you guys are both smart guys. Help me here. Amen. Go ahead. We're going to open up Disney World. I'm all for it, by the way. Good. Open it up. We're opening up Universal Studios. We're opening up SeaWorld. SeaWorld, no one should go there. What they do to those orcas is wrong, but we're opening it up. If you can open up Disney World, explain to me why you can't go to an Atlanta Braves game. I mean, Seriously, take a, take a deep breath. Think about this for a minute and explain to me the damn difference. If you can go ride Space Mountain and stand in the line and weave through the line with all the little kids that have their hands on the rail the entire time and then you can get on the on the on the r- roller coaster and wee and then get off and walk out and cross all the people that you're going to pass by at Disney World who've come from all over the world literally to see Mickey and Minnie and Donald and the gang why the hell can you not go see Freddie Freeman at at at, at SunTrust?
6: Well, there's no no reason.
1: So why? So what is it? So what is, is it?
6: Is Disney too is Disney too big to worry about the the legal side of this? Hell
1: no! I mean, I mean I Disney Disney has to worry about litigation, right? I don't know.
6: I don't know. I know Pickles on the Hill does, and I know I do. So uh, I know. Uh, I don't know. We hadn't had anybody. I, I wouldn't go get tested for the antibody thing because I didn't want to get where I'd had it and then have to worry about what that uh, means later. You like know, in case I, I somebody said that.
2: you infected them or something.
6: Right, right, right. So oh, yeah. like y'all don't listen. We don't need to do that because if if I got a salesman that tested I, dude, now I'm not. I'm I'm a car dealer but from the way I understand it if you got tested and you had the antibody you were a new COVID case right like
2: for a little while they did that they've
1: broken them apart now apparently having the antibody doesn't mean that you actually had COVID it just means that you got exposed to the virus getting exposed because there's I've had, I've had multiple people correct me on this, and I'm trying to get it right. If you just get exposed to the virus, you got exposed to the coronavirus. If you actually get the disease where you get it full-blown, that's COVID-19. Gotcha. Is that right? I don't know. Or do I have it the other way around? I don't know. I don't know.
6: I think you're right. I have no idea what I'm talking about,
2: but I'm pretty sure you're correct. It sounds good, if nothing else. It sounds great. So can people great. walk inside your dealership your like everything's open? No, nothing has changed. I mean, enough
6: car dealers gave enough money to Delbert and the damn governor (laughs) that we were deemed essential from day one. Look, (laughs) firstly, like, yes, y'all are good. Y'all are essential.
2: Uh, I mean, mean, your part shop and your repair did have, I mean, that that is essential, though. I mean, there's no doubt.
6: Yeah, it is. It is. But, I mean, we've got, like, uh, those little things you rub your hand under and it squirts out the hand sanitizer stuff everywhere. Um, we've got, uh, the things on the doors that the bio, whatever that you, it doesn't, we've got all that stuff and we're, we're not wearing masks. We're not doing any of that, but we're, I mean, man, I I have caught myself washing my hands and doing the hand sanitizer way more than I ever thought I would. I I hope I don't develop a bad habit.
2: Have you, uh, have you been in Walmart? (laughs) Uh,
6: I, I don't go to Walmart.
2: Well, oh, where you going? Like pig? Okay, we've been in pig.
6: I've been in pig. Okay, been in pig. Not a lot of social distancing going on there.
2: Is there not? Uh,
6: no, no. You want to wear a hula hoop when you're going there? People, <laughs> stay away from.
1: <laughs> I, no, you know, I, I wash. I I, mean, I, I think. I do think the hand washing thing and the hand sanitizer thing is going to become a long term thing for those of us that go through this. I think we will always. I went to my gym for the first time the other day. First time yeah. in two and a half months, and I I probably did hand sanitizer twenty times in an hour.
6: Yeah, it's, it's that's part of the new, just way we live, you know. Um, which is not not necessarily a bad thing, but I mean, I bite my fingernails like Houston Nut does, and I've stopped that. So that, that's
2: that's been one. I good thing. I've had to be more cognizant uh, of that. I, I'm a bad nail biter. You know
1: what? Serious. Now that you say that, I hadn't really thought about it, but I've had that habit all of my life and i've pretty much gotten away from it yeah yeah
6: Tastes like tito's fingernail tito's uh right now but
2: i don't know are we uh guys hey real quick Corey, you're 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 a golfer are we, are we giving nil enough uh enough shots on sunday are we getting a hell shot no no, <laughs> I hell no thank you
6: I, no
3: no
1: it's no, completely unfair no. it's like i'm walking into a pit of cobras or something
6: well, I mean you're really 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 bad at golf. Let's
2: get that.
1: Yeah, uh, I, oh believe me, I should know. We, should
2: we play him from the ladies tees? Yes. I think that I think that the biggest hang up is going to be is it is it stroke or is it it's match? It's match. So a 13 is the same as an 8.
1: So yes, I should okay, hit from the okay. ladies tees. Well, we're, we're talking here. No, I mean, he no, should no, hit I, from I, Indiana. What,
6: what I what I was worried about is that I hadn't played uh the Country Club box. For, I, I never played it. I, it's I hard to get off
2: the tee. That's my concern because it is very tight off the tee.
6: There's going to be a lot of holes where he just gives up. And it's not. And, it's and it's not punch out. It's, it's out
2: of bounds. Yeah,
6: that, that's better than if it was stroke play, and y'all were sitting there. And he'd oh, like he'd have no shot. No
2: shot on stroke play. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his well, card last time he had multiple thirteens.
6: Yeah, but those holes that the the pro hit the shot that's not happening this time, right? Like
2: he's having to hit the shot. Uh, we're, we're, I've got a few things built in to make sure we get into the back nine at least. But yes, for the most part, he's having to play all of the holes. So why am I
1: not hitting off the ladies tee?
2: Because it's just too freaking close. You're I mean, not a lady. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're already going to get at least one tee box advantage. I mean, I'm going to play Braden from the tips. That's the top. One. That's what up. I played last hey, time too, right? Him, no, you played like the Don't,
1: don't tell anybody.
2: Uh-huh. Right? Okay. There
6: is there are a group of the group of guys that play the ladies tees at River Birch in Amory. And I mean my dad and his buddies that don't play them yet. They they're all like just I'm not going to play golf and just shoot me if I ever if you ever see me on those tees. Just kill me. Just I'm I'm never going to do it. If, if you have I'm to move up die. then you're just done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if you have to play yeah. the ladies tees. Then quit playing golf.
1: Could Corey? Could Corey come be my caddy?
2: If Corey'd like to come be your caddy, he can come be your caddy.
6: I told him I'd come. So I mean, can Corey? Can Corey?
1: To... Can Corey come be my support system? Yeah,
6: I probably I probably can.
2: I mean, I I, I don't have the kids this weekend. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, eight forty two. We'll we'll give you all the all the alcohol you want. Eight forty two in the morning.
1: Yeah, eight forty two. Oh uh, no! I can't. You can stay here Saturday night if you want.
2: Man, y'all
6: are breaking the McDonald's rule. You know what that is? No. If they're still serving breakfast, it's too damn early to play golf.
2: <laughs> well, we had to make this work, okay? I, I had Braden for a very short, specific <laughs> amount of time, so, you know, some concessions had to he's be not, made.
1: He, he's not
4: special.
6: All right, well, uh, let me see if I can make that work. But, All hey, right. guys, enjoy the show.
1: Absolutely. Love All right, buddy. You. Uh, Good appreciate it, for buddy. Appreciate <clears throat>
2: Corey, joining us there on the rafters, music and food hotline. Yeah, you can't play the ladies' teas. All right, that,
1: that, that's not. I mean, I'm just fair. trying to get all the,
2: all the assistance you can you can find. Yeah, yeah, you're getting the you Could, we, the could two we put this three. on
1: Braden's bag?
2: <laughs> Cover up whatever his sponsor is on yeah, his bag. Yeah, yeah. Let him
1: see if that would that'll pull him down a little bit. We could put right it on there. your
2: bag Sunday morning. No, Make it look like you.
1: No, no, no. We're not. We could. We could, but we we're not.
2: If we'd have known this like a couple weeks ago. We'd have got some real good golf attire for your uh, for your situation here.
1: What should I wear? What 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 top should I wear? Uh, just a shirt. Yeah, don't overthink it.
2: Who we got on the line? Skull. Oh, what's up? How you doing?
0: Oh, uh, just surviving another day here in uh,
2: Destin. Yeah, you have what? Fourteen kids with you? Fourteen. Oh god, he, you know, he's he he is sponsoring a se- a senior trip or the chaperoning, not sponsoring. Hopefully,
1: and so that means you can't <laughs> partake.
6: Uh well, uh yeah, I mean,
0: I I, I uh, yeah, I, I remain relatively sober in case that I have to like go down to the jail.
2: Right. How much alcohol? So. I mean, I'm sorry, not alcohol. How much food do you need for 14 kids every day?
3: <laughs>
0: uh. Lots, uh, and yeah, they're they're going through uh, the the liquids, um, pretty pretty well too.
3: Okay, so. yeah.
1: How old are these kids? But, like- I mean,
0: they're, they're they're good. They're all sen- they're all seniors. They're oh. senior trip. Oh, My brothers, nephew, and they're. I think they're. How many Deborah adults? Out last minute, so it's me. That's it. Um, yeah, Megan was here with me for the
2: most of the week that uh, she left
0: yesterday. So what's your? I mean, uh, in all honesty, what, she's what,
1: never what, left a beach happier in her life, what, has she?
2: You've got 14 no. kids on a senior trip. What is sort of your strategy for how they operate? Like, what's your what's your goal going into this thing? How how are you kind of managing this?
0: I told them I wouldn't divulge anything uh, to their parents. Okay. But I would answer any question honestly
2: to their parents.
0: So anytime you do something from me, just know that if your mom asks me, that's fair. I'm going to answer it answer it correctly
2: do you feel like that has uh, altered their behavior in any way whatsoever
0: I mean most of their parents are pretty understandable people so okay i i I, uh, I think that uh they they've all been good um haven't had any issues you know I'm probably a little bit more tame than I was on my senior trip to be honest
2: did you uh did you like like volunteer for this, or did you get shoved into it at the last minute? No,
0: no. I uh, they kind of got down to the wire, and uh, they didn't. Uh, the the other, uh, I think somebody else backed out, and um, I told them we all we all had them to our uh, lake house over at Smith Lake about a month ago. We're actually uh, it was like the very end of a very end of a uh, very first weekend of March, like right during that spring break right before everything got shut down. And uh they um they all asked if I would come do it. So um after their other guy backed out and and uh finally it kinda got to a point where they probably weren't gonna get to go. So
2: here I am. You probably should have invited Neil over to Smith Lake to take advantage of the simulator for a little while prior to uh to to, to, to Sunday. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, down, down here, everything's, uh, pretty much wide open. Like it's still, I mean, we, we, you know, we joked about it being like a diet, like where you kind of ease back into it. You're like, Oh, I have an Oreo and I'll, oh, you know, yeah, sure. I'll have a little bite of ice cream. And like, Oh yeah, I'll have a slice of chocolate cake, a bakery and a hot dogs. Fantastic. Sounds awesome. And that's kind of where we are down here is, is, uh, people are, are, Timid, and then it just – it it just bit by bit you get to where you're numb to it.
1: Are the restaurants pretty much wide open? I mean
0: – Yeah. I mean, just absolutely. So, same thing. You can't go – I don't understand this. Like, um, a lot of the bars that aren't on – like, all the beach uh, bars like Back Porch and, and Pompano Joe's and those places are all semi-open air, and so they they they're not really – closing off any tables but any of the restaurants that are you know inside primarily or or, or you know have some tables closed off and and yeah no one's you can't sit at the bar i went to the world of beer uh yesterday in um, the afternoon to to uh grab some lunch and and
1: you couldn't sit at the bar can't sit at the bar that's that's for some reason that stuck in my head okay. that that's that way here too by the way avery said mm-hmm. that you 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 can't even eat in St. Yeah, they have it open right actually yeah, open. Yeah.
2: yeah, I saw snack bar is reopening June first, I think. But yeah, St. Leo is still not reopened.
1: But you can't go up to the bar and eat. They're not open. Right, yeah. snack bar.
2: Oh, I, I don't know. Not yeah, sure. I don't yeah. know. No clue. Not not aware of that either way. Yeah. So how long are you there? Are you Thank not done? You, uh, no?
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, I leave uh, first thing in the morning. Uh, the uh, liquor store is still open if you need any uh, Widow Jane. They've got the 10 year down here.
2: The 10 is fine. It's the 12 that's my hot spot. I actually didn't like the 14 uh, as much, 14 or 15, whatever it was, as much the, as the 12. Uh, my
0: favorite is the rye. Okay. The, the one that is a very uh, tan color. It's not, not dark at all. Okay. It looks really young. Um, but yeah, I, I picked up a 10. I think it'd be worth grabbing uh, a 10 for here, sure. There's down. no doubt
2: about that. Huh. Okay. Well, good enough. Well, good well, deal, well, guys. You, uh, you survived. Yep. So have, have, good a safe, have a safe, have a safe trip back. Will do. Y'all have a good one. Later, call.
3: <clears throat>
2: Sent the soccer jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A, he told a, me that I can, I can send, to,
1: I can send Carson's back and get a bigger size for him.
2: Yeah, when 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 it was unwrapping, I went, I just saw him outside. He's a he's he's, he's
1: yeah he's in a growth spurt.
2: The voice is deepening. He's, oh yeah. he's yep. going through the whole deal. Got a yep. little Brady deal going on a little bit. He turns fourteen in October. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, not, not babies anymore. I mean, that really is crazy. I mean, Caroline's seventeen. She's a senior in high in high school now.
2: Is there one of them that's like making you feel older than another one because of their age or the way you kind of remember them or anything? No, not really. Uh, All about the same. Yeah. Who's online?
4: Oh hey y'all, it's Mark.
2: Oh, hey, Mark. What's up? Hey, Mark.
4: Hey, thanks for being on. I'm driving from Columbus to Knoxville. And don't worry, guys, this is not going to be another episode of Ball Calls. I promise.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I will say this, so, or, uh, Tony, Neil, I, something made me think you today because Basilio had a, was doing a show. And Listen, and guy comes on and goes, Well, there ain't nothing much more important than Alabama football. <laughs> it was dead serious.
1: Yep. I've been on maybe Tony's you. show. I've been on Tony's show a bunch.
4: Yeah, uh, he's, he's my Knoxville. Uh, he's the guy I was the two out of Knoxville. But he's been no, doing he's, that, he's been doing
1: football. that show for he's been doing that show for what twenty twenty five years maybe. Who is it? Forever and I think,
4: Tony Basilio. I think,
3: produces,
4: okay. I think he produces it all himself. Yeah, like he, and he has a studio in his basement and he's you know he's I think he's on a couple he's on a station but you know he's got an app and I was to it. He's been my guy for twenty years. Yeah, um, but I'm heading out to play some golf, and uh, you know, thanks for being here for, for me to have a soundtrack to listen to on my way down. I'm just past Cincinnati and heading south.
1: That was your uh,
2: that was your long night when you went through Cincinnati, leaving. Yeah, trying to get back to. I
1: drove. Uh, that was was that Dayton. Yeah, I drove Dayton to Nashville overnight to get on a flight when Ole miss you go to jackson i had to fly to jacksonville yeah.
4: yeah and you were up here for the thing in covington where we you? but you, didn't, did you well, drive to that
1: I, I did drive to that no i didn't drive to that because i flew because i went in covington i flew from there i had to get to san francisco for Ole miss cal and i had to stop because it was required uh, i had to stop in chicago for a couple of days to see the cubs and so, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it was just it made perfect sense. And so, I flew, I flew to Cincy, and then flew to Chicago, and then flew to San Francisco. But this was, I was in, uh, I was in Dayton. Ole Miss was in the play-in game in the NCAA oh, yeah. tournament. They played Brigham Young, oh, yeah. and uh, they beat BYU. I got out of the arena in Dayton at midnight and drove to Nashville. And I think I got to Nashville at seven in the morning. So it was like eight hours driving. And um, <laughs> that was a long day. I drove to Nashville. I mean, yeah, I drove to Nashville, flew to Jacksonville, told myself that I was going to sleep on the plane, didn't sleep a wink on the plane, got to Jacksonville, which is one of my least favorite towns in in the world. If you're, if you're from Jacksonville and you love it, I'm sorry. It just doesn't do it for me. And it was hot and humid and just kind of sticky, and I wasn't in a particularly good mood, and I was in the middle of marathon training, and I had to get a run in on that day. And so um, I ran, I went down to a, a treadmill and did my little seven-mile run or whatever, and then I had to go to the practice facility, And I mean, to the to the practice and cover and write stuff. I do remember going to bed that night about 7.30 in, at night and crashed and got up and covered a game the next day.
4: Jacksonville's disgusting. It I, is. I, I, I just I, don't like I play, it. I play TPC Sawgrass. In like in August, it was August we played. We played it once in December, once in August, and oh my God, that was that was brutal. Um, and I want for the old myth people. I I'm a completely non-biased person in this whole deal, but during this quarantine time, like I told you before, I've done done some I've deep-dived into some old podcasts of yours through the whole thing. And I went down the rabbit hole of listening to Steve Ross' United podcast, and I got to tell you, he's the obsessed one. And I am not – I have have no skin in this game. He's the obsessed one. That guy, oh, my God.
2: Well, I I don't think I'm even being rude here. It's his life's work at this point. I mean, seriously. It's frustrating getting Ole Miss and any kind of whatever or trying to – Create chaos is his life's work.
1: Do you think it's his addiction? That's fair. It's fair. Has mean, it replaced his other
2: addiction? I mean, you can make that argument. Probably.
4: It's so personal for him. Like, it's just identity. He think he just. It's like he's giving you the deep history of State versus old Miss, and how old Miss is the bourgeois school versus us farmers and. Like, it's just – they hate us for it.
1: Like, but you know what surprises me about that, Mark? It. Here's what surprises me about yeah. that. I'm surprised that Mississippi State institutionally, the, the university, Mississippi State University doesn't push back against him and say, hey, hold up, man. We really don't want you speaking for us. Because I don't know that if you're Mississippi State, maybe you like the, the marketing of we're a little more uh, – accessible a little more accessible a little for. more comfortable to the yeah. average mississippian but i don't think you like the idea of hey we're the we're the we're the uh the cow college the cow college the working class yeah. You, you're yeah we're we're blue collar i don't know that that's what you're trying to market at a university
4: he obviously has you know he's obviously fairly is embedded in that program, and I don't know if Leach will be different, but it's like all right. Give really me want this.
1: Let me, I, 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 let me interrupt you. I'm curious because if I if I do this with a lot of old Miss people that they're, they're old Miss people, so that they're they're going to be biased, and if I do it with state people, they're obviously biased. You you're not biased. If I give you the over under on Mike Leach at one and a half years. You want over or under?
4: Uh, if it's purely based on football, like how he does, I think it's under financial because of the finances and what's going to yeah. happen with COVID. I don't know if they're going to afford to to out a coach. It might be over. I don't think it's going to work. This is a line of scrimmage league, and he doesn't believe in the line of scrimmage.
1: Well, and I don't think he can I don't think he fits just, culturally, and I think you see that already. I mean the the. Um, you know, and I think you're right, by the way. That's an astute observation. I think the the COVID thing is going to bail out a lot of people. But I'm really interested to see what it looks like there if what happens to their program. Because look, I think Fabian Lovett is going to sign with Ole Miss slash commit to Ole Miss, whatever you want to do that, here in the next 48 hours or less. And. I don't think he's the last one. The other name that uh, I've heard is Charles Cross, the offensive lineman. Yeah. from I think he's from Laurel. Okay, um, And then I hear other names leaving Mississippi State, not necessarily to come to Ole Miss, but to go to different places just to get out of there. When you have a mass defection out of your program as a first-year coach from a program that just a year ago was having a racial division inside their locker room that that finally manifested itself at the end of the season, I, I just don't know that, that – you can be a guy like Leach and it work. And, look, I think Leach is a good coach. He's proven that at Texas Tech, at Washington State. I just don't know that it – I don't know in this league. Like you said, this is a line of scrimmage league, and I just don't know that it works in this league.
4: I think he'd be fine in a Kentucky, at a Vanderbilt, even a Missouri, someplace mm. where a novelty is, you know, is sort of embraced. Well,
2: and where That's right or the wrong, league. the ceiling is lower. Potentially, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, and states got in the mode State now where, hey, we got to win nine.
4: Yeah, Mississippi State wants to win. I mean, yeah, Dan Mullen know, won there. They're not, you know, every school in the SEC wants to win, but you know, I think Kentucky and Kentucky's put a little bit more into it now. But like Missouri and Vanderbilt, like they don't, they don't commit the way,
3: yeah, you sure, know, Tennessee
4: I get it. Or Ole Miss does. Yeah, I get it. And uh I just I, this, uh, he, he's not. He he, the, the Washington states and the Lubbock's of the where the and the Fulmer washes of the world is kind of where Leach fits, and and he could do his thing. If he goes eight and four, if he goes five and seven, nobody really cares, you know. And and he could he could be funny, and you know, but you get in this league, and it's it's different. And I I just, I just and this is even just not including the sort of. Racial stuff and his personality. I'm just talking about on the field. I just I don't see it because I listen to a lot of Chris Landry and he's just like the guy that doesn't believe in defense. I mean, you can't do that in this league.
1: No, and you certainly can't do it there. It's 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 yeah. You could you know you could get away with that at Kentucky and say it's kind of a, almost a throwback to Hal Mummy or whatnot. Although I think we talk about this all the time. I don't think Mark Stoops gets gets enough credit at Kentucky for the job he's done. He's they
4: have. When Urban Meyer took the Ohio State program to more of a national recruiting level where, like, I'm going everywhere to get players, not just, you know, folks on Ohio. Yeah, I'll get the guys from Ohio. Kentucky went in there and grabbed those kids yeah. at Ohio State did not make a priority to not only a Kentucky benefit, but to Michigan's depth commit Because that's where Michigan used to get guys. Yeah, They'd come down to the Cleveland schools, they'd get to Toledo, they'd get to Dayton, and grab players, even the Columbus area, and grab players at Ohio State that Ohio they didn't want. And now that that's what Steve has done. He's got a lot of Ohio guys on that team and that's what made them pretty he's done a damn good job there.
1: Yeah he really oh he, he really has. He he's and kudos to the people at Kentucky for sticking with him for a while because it took a little time. They they kind of wrote yeah. it out and I don't you know I just I don't know. I, I got asked that the other day and my initial thought was under
4: I buy this stuff under it, but it, like we said, the finances might not make it possible for them to make a move. Yeah. But I'm really, I I just don't see it. I think Lane will be there. They it would be at Ole Miss long, much longer than fleets will be at Mississippi uh, State.
2: Hmm.
4: Well, if uh, they can, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry.
2: No, yeah, you're good. I was going to tell you, safe trip the rest of the way. I assume you're bearing down on Knoxville here pretty soon. So uh.
4: yeah, about, I got about three and a half hours. Okay. playing at nine twenty and 2 o'clock tomorrow i'm a member at a joint down here and i haven't been down to it in about three years because i really enjoy taking a couple hundred dollar bills a month and lighting them on fire so i decided i might as well just come down and use it
2: that's uh that sounds good well hopefully the uh the weather holds up safe travels, and we'll uh we'll talk to you soon
4: good luck sunday Neil. Right.
1: uh thank you I'll, I'll need more than good luck but i appreciate that yeah thanks mark all right guys thanks <laughs> Oh gosh.
2: You got all the luck in the world. Mm. Might get a bunch of member bounces, ball bouncing everywhere yeah, for you. Who knows? Some putts rattling the flag stick as they uh
1: Someone else is supplying all the balls. If I lose them, I don't I don't you, have to
2: You could have gotten by with a dozen last time. You lost eleven balls last time. Yeah. So a dozen would have made it would have, would have made it
1: work. <laughs> eleven balls. Yeah. That's unbelievable. You
2: lost eleven. Well I mean you say that, but I mean it. It is a very, it's a real pretty hard golf course off the tee. I mean, you get sideways at all, and you're out of bounds and in the crap. I mean, it's yeah. Because I said I contemplated. I talked to Malloy about it. I said we can play at the university course, and your numbers probably better, but Braden's numbers probably better too. He's and going I to worry, shoot a
1: sixty there or I know
2: less. Well, I mean, it's way too short for him. So yeah, he's going to get on some holes. He's going to do some things, and that's kind of my thing. I'm like, well, you can't shoot a 130 but you might can shoot a 140 145 right and again he's not going to shoot 80 he's still going to shoot 68 so have like, yeah. i don't know something like that probably my point being it gets much lower and we really got a problem so yeah. trying to trying to figure it out all the way around um plus just availability um we had they are being incredibly good as far as giving things and trying to make it work so uh that's the other part of this too so Appreciate Tim and Kyle and Margaret and all the people over there for helping out. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess you need a glove. I gave you tees. You need balls. Yeah. I'll bring a range finder to make sure you really got your yeah yeah Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be really important. I mean, We we need to know if it's one sixty two or one fifty eight. Um, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's it's, a.
1: It's going to really impact the way that I swing.
2: You do need a caddy.
1: Mainly just to keep the... Yeah, for a four caddy.
2: Uh, just somebody to kind of be around. Yeah, know. and
1: just to put the beer in the koozie. Well, I mean,
2: look, as a caddy, Jonathan saved you like 10 strokes last time. He was good. Hey, don't do that. Do this. Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. Don't be stupid. No, he was really good. Yeah. And he understood me. <laughs> he and I really got along. We were, we were good. He, We were... He, I think even he would tell you we were a little more kindred spirits than I think he thought we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Like let's keep this simple. Yeah. Don't don't overthink it. Just don't be a hero. Aim. He would say aim here roughly.
3: Okay. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. It don't don't do the. Okay. What you need to do here is, is no 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 no. Don't don't. I don't want to think much. I noticed on the driving range if I thought for any period of time, it was a disaster. As Tom Cruise says, you think you're dead, and so I I actually did better when I just walked up to it, put the ball down. Got my stance and hit it. Athletically,
2: be athletic. I mean, like seriously, yeah. you see a ball just swing. Don't go technical, yeah. stiff. Hey, no, I've no, got no. to do this. No. I mean, because I mean, I, I have too many swing thoughts. I'll have ten different things going
1: through my head, and I mean, that's not good. That's that's a bad thing. So, Crash Davis when he would say, "Step out, you're thinking too much. You're thinking too yes, much." Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. I, I had to a couple of times, even on a stupid driving range, walk away and go stop. A driving range that a it doesn't matter where you hit it
2: and is what. 250 yards wide if it's a
1: yeah if it's a yard wide yeah. that's the misleading part is i would keep it in the <laughs> driving range i'd be oh and then I think to myself yeah but that's out of bounds
2: yeah the hole is actually this little strip here yeah, that goes yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but i did hit I did hit a bunch like straight down you know where the red flag is it's
2: about 225 30 yards from today I
1: hit a few that distance okay in the middle right at it Okay. And I was pretty pumped.
2: Oh, well, now that'll – hey, we can do that.
1: Yeah, I was pretty jacked we can, when I we did can that. We can win some
2: holes. We can get this thing That's going. the
1: one thing about your stupid game is that <laughs> when when you do hit a good shot like that, it's got a certain intoxication oh, to it. Just takes one. Yeah, I mean, there was – Where your temperament doesn't fit,
2: and I think you'll agree with this, is it takes a lot of work to be average. You know what I mean? When yeah. you play in a game where good is very unlikely, it takes a lot to be average. I just don't have
1: four or five hours a day to go do that.
2: Or the obsession that I've got to go back tomorrow and i got to do
3: it again. Yeah. Oh God,
1: well, yeah. And I just don't – yeah. Now, I walked in and told Carson yesterday, I said, so I'm going to get you some clubs and I'm going to get you some lessons, and you are going to learn how to play this game. Not to be good in high school or any of that stuff. Just to know it. You need to know how to play this game so that when you go to college, you've got a set of clubs. You can play. With some, some friends invite you to play. You can play, and you're not the absolute worst player they've ever seen. And more importantly... So that when you're 24, 25, and your boss says, hey, would you like to come out and play? You need to say yes. You can say yes, and you can go play, and maybe you can shoot a 94, and it's not the end of the freaking world. Sorry. Yeah. Because Carson's wired to be like, well, could I make the high school team? Who cares? start from here. Don't get hung up on that. Don't even think like that. And that's hard to do to a 13-year-old kid to yeah, go, hey, you need to be thinking about your business meeting when you're 26. Yeah. He's like, come on, 26, man. That's <laughs> – I mean, that's a million years from now. But that's I, – I did tell him that, and that is an absolute something that's going to happen and probably happen really soon.
2: Saying here, the, uh, the bourbon guys, $100 to the pod if you will wear a Cardinals jersey next week. Next week?
1: Oh, on, on the, the show?
2: show. I, or maybe during the, during the actual round. Obviously. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm
1: not wearing it in the round. You won't wear it on the round? I'll feel dirty. That's, that's. That's, I've done that before. I, I lost a bet and had to wear a Cardinal jersey for a week. It, well, and the room flooded. Yeah. And Remember I, that? The, yeah. The, the,
2: the press conference room flooded. Yeah, the was, one day
1: Neil had to wear a Cardinals jersey into the room. That was God saying this, this is not right. I did not feel right in that jersey. No joke. Itchy. Well, I mean, all you old Miss people out in the thing. If I tell you you got to wear Mississippi State stuff for a week, tell me how you feel about that.
2: Not ideal for a, a lot week. Of them.
1: It was. It was a week. A week. It? Tell me how you. Tell me how you get through that week. Whose was it? Uh was it Scott Rowland? I don't remember. No, no, no. no it was the uh, David Fries. Is That who it was that son of a bitch. Yeah.
2: Put it South Alabama though. I don't care. Okay, just saying. All right. Uh, we'll wrap today's there. Appreciate uh the uh the unboxing items, um, the liquor that we're having, um, and uh and the y'all lifestyle and the jerseys from Cole and mo and much more, uh, calls as well. And again, we're gonna do our best to stream on uh on Sunday morning. We'll get something to you. We'll try to make it as fun as uh, as possible. So appreciate all you guys, and we will uh, be back next week for the show. And again, we'll talk to you again on Sunday.